Emily Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. I miss my spray tan. Y- yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're one of those people now. I want to be really honest about it, that I it's definitely way less now. It's like almost gone. And I'll be honest, I'm considering getting it again. So that's yeah, just, well, you're a Hollywood motherfucker. That's now. just the truth. I feel fucking dumb. In the stand-up comedy world... Um, Please rate and re- review my new album. Oh, yeah. That's it. true. It's that's been out true. six days. Six days. Not even a week. Not even a week. Um, and it's doing pretty good. Yeah. And if you if you have purchased it, thank you very much. Maybe you meant you. to. You forgot to. Now is the time. You can do it right now. That's the great thing about the internet. Literally right now. Go to my Twitter profile. It's in my bio. It's on my Instagram profile. There's, there's links everywhere. Type my name in it, iTunes, it'll appear. Go to allthingsrecords.com. It's there for purchase. If you don't use iTunes and you hate it, great. Get it at All Things Records. It is there for you. Uh, vinyl is coming soon, you guys. It's happening. And I'll announce it when it happens. <laughs> uh, so soon. It is happening, though. Yeah. So people will be hitting me up. When's vinyl? Because some Nerds. people haven't gotten it because they're waiting for vinyl. That's cool. Which is cool. Yeah. But it is happening. Uh, if you've gotten it, please go to iTunes and give it stars and leave a review. Even if it's like, I, hey, I loved it. Just a three-word whatever. Do it. It helps the rankings. It looks good. You're basically on the internet right now anyways, mm-hmm. so you're already there. So go do that. Yeah. Be a part of the solution. And you can do I'm it on problem. your phone. There's a thing called the iTunes Store. It's an app on your phone. Do it. Go in there. Type my name. N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F. And you know what? Leave a review. Rate it. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for all your tweets and all that stuff. It was crazy, the amount of people yeah. sending <laughs> sending out tweets and posting Instagram pictures and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It's awesome. It's my first album. I'm very proud of it. And thank you for being supportive. It was really, really cool. And it yeah. continues to be cool. It's only been six days. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm done. Oh, wait, hold on. No, it's not even been a fucking week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell your friends. If you like it, you know, tell your friends. Tell them to get it. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it for now on that. Uh, so, finals coming soon, goddammit. I appreciate you guys wanting it. And it's happening. And you, you all announce it, and you'll know. And then you can get it. Um our guest today one of my favorite people in the whole fucking world i didn't meet her until she walked in the door and we started the podcast and it was like we she's one of those people leslie grossman one of those people it's like yeah we've known each other for five years she's a delight she was really entertaining we are soulmates (laughs) yeah she's really cool love her to death she is uh an actress um she could be a fucking comedian. Yeah, she's legit funny. Fun. She makes me laugh so much. She's crazy. funny. Yeah, she could uh, easily be a comedian. She's a very uh, funny person. She's a, a, a successful actress. Yep. Uh, she is very pretty. She is a mother. She is a mother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we we talk about that's because I had that question in my head. Yeah. About kids at restaurants or public places. So I asked her about that, and then we get into like. You know, things that parents do that probably fucking annoy you right now. Like Her parenting, listening. how she was parented. Uh-huh. We talk a lot about Flurpees uh, and food. And yeah, never. She, uh, we, it, it goes to a lot of places. It's great. Yeah. She's, I'm a big uh, fan of hers. I always have been. Yeah, she's like, she seems like a fucking cool mom. She's going to take over my dating life. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get into that. So that's, She's going to fix Kevin's life. She's going to fix. Dude, she could much. easily be my life coach. Oh yeah, no bullshit. 
I'd be in good hands. May not agree with her 100% of the time, but most of the decisions she'd make for me would be pretty good. Right, right. I'd, I, I'm not afraid of the life I would have if she was my life coach. Uh, what is? Let's look up her Twitter real fast. I think it's S. Miss, Le- Miss Leslie G. Miss Leslie G. Right? Yeah. I'm getting no service here. Uh, she was on What I Like About You. She was on a show called Popular. She works a ton. She was on... Um, uh, it's mi- at Miss Leslie G. There you go, Miss Leslie G. Follow her on there. Uh, enjoy this family. episode. She is like a, uh, she's a delight. Yep. I don't use that phrase very often. No. But some people are yeah. actually a fucking delight, and you go, "Hey, you're you're a delight." I, ne- I, I wish can say I, it. I wish I saw her more often. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I like this episode a lot. She was she was very cool, very funny. A lot of cool insight on like being a parent of a young kid and like certain things that bug me I was like oh shit that a parent agrees on this thing that bugs me about she may be our first actual adult guest I know right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, actual grown up yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah enjoy this one you guys and uh, and rate and review our podcast too you know if you like the show some of you guys tweeted us and tell us you love it um, and that's awesome uh, tell us on iTunes you know uh, subscribe to it tell your friends our listenership's growing, which is good. Uh, we wanted to keep doing that. You know, we like doing the show. Yep. So, um, you know, let us know how you feel. And um, a couple of you have asked about field trip episodes. Uh, we're gonna do another one. We're literally trying to think of one right now. We were just trying to think of one before we recorded the intro. <laughs> but um, I mean, if you guys have ideas for, hey, this would be a cool field trip. If you live in LA or like something you think we would like. Fucking throw an idea at us. There you go. We're down. We'll listen. I'm down. Uh, contact at NickyUsef.com. That's how you can reach me. Uh, Kevin? At Kevin G. Christie. Uh, uh, any, like, contact email or something? Or just at you? I am the worst at replying to emails in the world. So at just at, at me on Twitter is the best way for me to see it. There you have it. Adam on Twitter. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it. Enjoy this episode with Miss... Oh, you know what? Road dates. Sorry. Oh. Um, where are you at? Uh, I'm in Brea with Chris Porter. What day? 15, 16, 17. Of August. Cool. August. Uh, August 27th. I am in the fine city of Chicago. Me and Ari Shafir. We're playing Zany's Comedy Club one night only. It is close to sold out. I don't know if it is, but it was very close to sold out a week ago. So uh, get tickets to that because there aren't many left. Um and I'll be in Chicago for that week, so if you know of any like cool, fun, kind of alternative rooms or whatever in town, I'll be there the 25th or the 29th. Uh, let me know. I'd love to like pop into a couple of cool local spots and, and do a set. I think that'd be fun. Uh, September 4th, and, 4th through 6th, uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City with Bobby Lee. Uh, I'll be there for a week after that, too, so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop on some shows around town, visit a couple of friends. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've not been in New York in many years. Uh, at the end of September, 25th, 6th, 7th, Washington, D.C., the D.C. Improv. Love that club. Love that city. Come to those shows. Um, that's it for right now. So enjoy this episode with Miss Leslie G. Leslie Grossman, you guys. Thank you. Wanna get understood? Or do you want one thing, or are you looking um, for the same? Miss Slurp is now the both of you are drinking in front of me. They're really, I mean, they're so delicious.
delicious. You know what it is? They cure whatever ails you. You told me on the phone that if you have indigestion, the minute... Sorry. I certainly didn't use the word indigestion. You didn't? No, if you're nauseous... Oh, nauseous. You said nauseous. Sorry. It will fix you. So, But most people like ginger ale's that solution. For you, it's a Coke Slurpee? Well, they say I grew up hearing it was 7-Up if you have an upset stomach. Or a not, bubble up. Not Coke or Pepsi or Dr. Pepper. It was like specifically 7-Up for seven some up. reason. I always thought it was ginger ale. Ginger is supposed to calm your stomach. But you know, in the olden days, they used to sell Coke syrup uh. for nausea as a treatment for nausea. The point is, I am uh, a cog in the wheel of the people that are obsessed with Coca-Cola. I'm like the yeah. loser that they... Uh, aim every, I'm like the we, I mean there's all of, I think the, every one of us has like a product that's like one yeah we're like <laughs> and it, it's like a huge conglomerate product they're like look you won I tried <laughs> like okay two days ago I, I went to into Atwater and I, there was, I was like I'm gonna go to that local coffee shop that's de- that's a, bl- a half a block from Starbucks uh-huh. I stood there the one that's called Caldi 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 yeah. uh, there was only one person working there <laughs> yeah. I stood there for way too long and I was like guess what Game, you lost. You lost me. I came. I, because I, I'd gone there once before. I was like, that was good. I'll go again. And then it not only was okay. One person, I understand, but having a full-on chat with no. the person in front of me. But that's part of the vibe of a local establishment. <laughs> no, that made, man. That it's a failure. Good. Failure is the vibe. Failure. <laughs> no, it's community. It's a neighborhood thing. You sit and you talk, and you're like, oh, I like going there because I have discussions with people instead of like walking up to a robot wearing green, going, "What do you want?" And then they give it to that you. That robot you needed health door. coverage. That's why they're there. But, and, I, just, but I did think that I was th- like, no, they don't all get health coverage. Okay, we, you know what right. Starbucks does? Here's part of why they're evil. Oh, they go, hey, we're gonna give you health coverage if you work this many hours a week, say thirty. But then what they do is they hire like fifty employees and let them all work like twenty seven hours a week. But you know, sometimes Nick criminals a lady needs a turkey panini on the run. Right, okay. <laughs> and then that's when Starbucks comes in real handy. Here's yeah. the thing when I go to I a need a cake pop and a yeah, yogurt exactly. granola. <laughs> but when I go to a store and there's literally one person in line and mm-hmm. that person is having a discussion about that customer's trip to Costa Rica. I am filled with rage that there aren't <laughs> words for that rage. Like I can't, I literally, I can't do it. The like dude in front of me had a like a German accent. Oh, for, oh, good. Then I'm out for sure. He was definitely like, and he asked he he asked the woman working there about her trip. Nope. And nope. she began to talk about her trip to Portland, and oh. it was like a this was a Portlandia sketch. And uh, so then she talked about Portland, and he was like, is, is a lot of it very gentrified? No, <laughs> He said that, and then they both started complaining about gentrification in Atwater Village at a local coffee shop. Yeah. And I was like, hey, dumb shits, we are gentrification, <laughs> and we fucking love it. We love it so much, we want the whole world just like it. But also, get through the line. Get through the line and then talk <sighs> it up as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be there for your conversation. It makes me so angry. Yeah, I got I got very frustrated. I've just gotten used to that sort of thing. Is this how you do all your podcasts where the where the person has to go like that? <laughs> You're not like across. We're in a we're in a triangle. From a person? Well, we used to do them uh in the room next door at at a table. At the yeah. dining room table. Same, but we were it was very close. It was, was the exact too close? same layout, but we were just way closer. <laughs> it could get very close. I just feel like I'm having to s- <laughs> split my <laughs> yeah. For those of you listening, uh, L- L- Leslie looks like she's watching tennis. Okay, I'm gonna get comfortable. Just keep talking amongst yourselves. Lay down. I gotta yeah, lay down. But like yeah, a, I never liked session. I never liked ICs except I like the white one. 
The white I flavor. flavor. I don't. Like a white cherry. No, it, I want. They had a white cherry later, but I think the when original white flavor was like uh, was like pineapple or something. Yeah, I'm that always I a sucker for like when, when Coke was like, "Hey, we got clear Coke." I'm like, "It's not supposed to be that way." <laughs> I love it more, and I totally would. And it would taste the same, but yeah. it was like it's always been this one way. Now it's the opposite. Sign me up. Fascinating. Like yeah, like a white Slurpee or icy. I was like. It's it's almost I'm like in. there's no flavor. It's a mystery drink. Well, there's like those off <laughs> mystery drink. You know yeah. those off brand sodas like a cactus cooler. What's yeah. that? Yeah. What's a cactus cooler? I have no idea. It's kind of orangey Mountain Dew. Is it a Mountain Dew? It's like uh, it's really a cross between what what's kind of like a, a orange crush and a Mountain Dew. Okay. It's kind of gross. It's one of those ones that if it's not freezing cold when you drink it, <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like cough medicine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they also you, had chocolate Shasta. Ugh. Shasta had weird ass yeah, yeah, flavors. Yeah. Fuck so yourself! Don't <laughs> I wanted to try it so bad. I've tr- I tried it. I've tried a chocolate soda. It's what? terrible. It's, it's really, not good. No, it's terrible. But and like you a think my favorite egg cream, chocolate and soda. It's different. Okay, it's just a different. Why thing. is it? But egg cream is literally like, just soda and two chocolate. great taste. Half the great taste tastes great work. together. <laughs> no? It doesn't work. I'm sorry. It doesn't go together. Okay, chocolate soda is gross. Yeah. Chocolate, the over-chocolating of things I find very gross. Like a chocolate croissant. I'm like, Ugh. I don't know okay. why they gross me out. That I disagree. Yeah, I believe good. that's called a pan y chocolate. <laughs> and it's the greatest thing ever. You know what's not good? A chocolate cereal. It doesn't, because you need yeah. the kick of the chocolate. Right. You need the but richness. Some people are obsessed with chocolate cereal. Like which, but like a Cocoa, cocoa Puffs. A Cocoa Puffs. My friend Gren... Uh, is if she eats Cocoa Puffs every single day. Okay. She's 40. She's 11. <laughs> no, but can I tell you something? I actually, I, I have to say I understand that. When I was a kid, my parents, I was raised in Santa Monica, and I was born in the 70s, so it was very alternative food situations, and we had to go to a co-op, and it wasn't like how <laughs> food is today at a co-op, where it's like the tofu's packaged and it's fancy it was in a barrel with dirty water and a ladle like that's the kind of food that i had to eat as a kid it was terrible (laughs) so once a year i got a sugar cereal and that i mean the planning i got it on new year's day this is so (laughs) sad and And why i was like the fattest kid ever (laughs) so i would start planning it like around thanksgiving i was like what's it gonna be and i'd be like sugar pops no and i'll like cross that off my list and it took me like wait stop your list Oh, a written, a handwritten list? Of course I had a list. How I many choices a, on the list? I would always, like, there was, like, a Fruit Loop, the nah. Sugar Smacks, which I think they were called. Yeah, those were good. Those. And then I loved Captain Crunch. That's oh. a good one. And then was I going to get the Peanut Butter Captain Crunch or the Wild Berry Captain Crunch? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, should I get, mm-hmm. like, a, like, a Cocoa Crispy? Uh-huh. And I always decided on a Cocoa Puff, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> you ate the cereal... Then the milk became chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Yes. So in my feeling, it was a twofer of sugar. It was yeah. Sugar bang bang. Here's here's a move right beyond that one Go. that I used to do. Go. Cocoa puffs, and then you put chocolate milk in to begin. Decadence. Wow. That's Decadence. the move. I wasn't allowed. Decadence. How about that? Yeah. Caligula. So here's my question about that. If you had <laughs> yeah. cereal once a year, once a year, were you cereal. up for like three straight days? Like, I ate it in like, under an hour. I ate the entire no, the, box. The oh, sugar though, the were you just all like methed out? Were you like, got to clean, got to fix stuff, <laughs> need to build a doghouse out of wood with my bare hands? I you do. Know? You're not wrong. And I do want to tell you that my I had very good parents. My mother said it was the single worst parenting mistake she ever made. It was her... <laughs> craziness about food because what would happen was 
I yes, it, I would it would affect me terribly, and I would get sick and then need more. Mm. <laughs> but I would look for sugar to eat in the house, so I would eat. This is so embarrassing. I've literally I don't think I've ever actually vocalized that I did this to yeah. another human being. I would take my mother would have like an old box of powdered sugar in the yeah. back, like mm-hmm. for cooking, mm-hmm. yeah. that was rock hard, and I would like loosen it up, put it in a little cup, and then like lick off of it. Yeah, okay. like that is so. What I would do, same thing. Not so much from rashing, but because we were kind of poor. There was, uh, I would take powdered sugar and just put it on toast. That actually sounds really good, though. Because it mixed with the butter, and it was amazing. That sounds like a French toast. But also, I would, I would put, I would just take equal packets. No, no. And Uh put them in the palm of my hand and lick them out of the palm (laughs) of my hand. You know what I used to do. Is I Equal could, packets and Coke also, too, makes it fizz all crazy, and oh. it's really good. I never tried that. Yeah. What I would do is um, I could never find lemonade that was sour enough. Okay. So I would do this, because I always wanted That's the so taste, because lemonade was too sweet, and I'm like, I want it sour. Uh-huh. So what I decided to do one day was cut a lemon into like wedges, sure, and then dip oh. each side of the wedge in sugar. That sounds and then eat that. That's and probably really good. Amazing. You cut out the middleman of water. Yeah. <laughs> why waste your time with water? No. Why? You can get straight to what you, you want. You know what I don't like about lemonade? All the goddamn water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also remember eating Baker's chocolate. Yes. That's all we uh, had. Confectioner's like, chocolate. Yes, and you would be like, this is real like, bummer. <laughs> it's so terrible. It is. Oh, it's awful. Isn't I would it? just eat brown sugar. Yeah, I, if I had it at my disposal. I yeah, there was a lot also. of that just eating of sugar. Yeah. A lot of ingredients eating. It wasn't that terrible. You can't do that to a kid. You cannot do that to a I kid. I once so just ate blueberry muffin batter. Sure, I would have done that. Kevin, I yeah. wish. <laughs> Cookie that dough, I that. yeah. Cookie kinda... dough. But I made, it was weird because I like made the, ba- I didn't like put an egg in it. Sure. I did. I think I just added water sure. to it was blueberry like mix. Yeah, and I made a paste that was sweet enough, and then I just ate it. Yeah, I can relate to everything you're saying. What would happen to me was I would go to friends' houses, and friendship was definitely lower on the list. Yeah. The highest thing on the list was getting to their food. And yeah. I remember that I went there. Was <laughs> getting this, to their food. Yes. And there was a girl. This is a terrible thing to say. I won't say her name because I remember it. She was fat, and I on purpose made a play date with her because I knew for a fact she'd have the good shit at her house. Oh, yeah. Wow. So they had, in the, in the early 80s, they came out with cookie dough ice cream. Yeah. And so I was like, she's got some of that shit up in that kitchen. <laughs> so I went to her house, and I was like, thank you. I'll meet you in a little bit. And I sat alone and ate almost an entire quart of cookie dough ice cream by myself. And her mother called my mother and said, I'm really concerned about her. This is not normal to it's, do this. You basically, you stole food. hundred percent. Like, yeah. that's not like, hey, can I have some ice cream? You stole someone I went else's on, food. I like a reconnaissance I, mission. It was it I had a plan in place. <laughs> yeah. It was a hundred percent. And then um, I also was obsessed with Wonder Bread, Kraft, American Cheese Singles, and... Oscar Mayer bologna. Like that to me was the ultimate sandwich. That's my, a classic American child. Yes, my grandmother, my yeah. grandmother rationed, my mother wasn't allowed to eat white bread except on her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because because of health reasons? I get, yeah, I guess. Okay. I would go, my friend Scott Cohen, his family had like a fridge in the garage okay. that was full of soda and those like and those like what was the apple juice that was in the shape of an apple? Yeah, Martinelli's. Oh, Martinelli's, yeah. Or Martin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, and, and they had those. 
I don't know because I don't remember there being like a price club nearby or anything, <laughs> but they had everything in bulk. So when you went to Scott's house, you could just crush oh, as awesome. much soda and everything the whole time. It was like a miracle. Any also any house that has a fridge in the garage, the that's you, that's like the treasure chest. I thought Scott Cohen was the food. richest person in town because his house had two stories and they had a pool. Sure, and 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 tons of soda. I mean, it's the great. I also I would have gone to Scott's house and been like, "Don't need any interaction with you, Scott. I'll yeah. be in the garage." Let's yeah. go to Scott's house now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're friends on around? we're friends on Facebook. I think he lives in Phoenix. Uh, okay. Let's hop a plane. To yeah. this day, though, I still like when I go to the market. I'm like, I'm gonna get what I want, and I get <laughs> yeah. so. How sad is that? So with now, I have my own kid, and I have to like, I, I, I have to be careful because I do want to not let her eat certain foods but i can't i know how that will backfire so terribly so the level of like hippie parent you could be yeah with food seems intense it's more of a west la obsessive organic no chemical right thing that you can go to how do you make sure they get the right amount of like vitamins and shit because you like we're all vegans and then your kid is like this wispy confused sickly i do know someone who is a very staunch vegan. When you go out to eat with them, they have a card that they give to the wait staff that they want to be given to the kitchen. It's like their entire identity. No and she way. made she has twins and she made a choice to show her daughters when they were, I'm gonna say five, a very violent and graphic uh, come on. documentary about the slaughter of animals. What? They have like a thing up on the wall when they in were their house. Five? I swear to God. They have a thing up on their house and their wall that's like, we do not eat animals in this house. It's like a whole political health thing that she's made her kids adhere to. And like I know that her kids at school do go up to other kids if they're eating a turkey sandwich. They're now going into second grade. If they eat like a turkey sandwich, it's like, do you know then where you're that's a murderer. no literally <laughs> yes no they do say that and it will be it's I'm it's like a social experiment happening in front of me because it will be fascinating to see what they choose to do when they're adults but yeah I think I think wow. any isn't that crazy and so I see but and then I see like I'll never forget being at Whole Foods and there was a little girl sitting in the front of the cart and she reached out to the grapes and her mother you know at Whole Foods they have sometimes they have non-organic fruit because sometimes it's not available. And Uh this little girl reached out to the grapes and the mother literally slapped her hand away and said, that is not organic. Like if she ate one grape and the little girl was staring at her hand. I was like, ow, that hurts so bad. So you can go to a super extreme crazy place when you have a kid and you can get really influenced by people around you if you wanted to. She's essentially raising fundamentalists. Yes. (laughs) No, exactly. But raising food food extremists. It makes... Playdate's really uncomfortable because if they come to your house, I'm like, I'm not a vegan. Like, I, I don't know. Like, the, the ultimate snack for a child is like, do you want cheese and crackers? And like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. You know. Or just or like here's some cake. Or, yeah. yeah, ice cream. That's how you get kids to like you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I think like Here's a popsicle. They're like, you're the greatest person in the world. Yes, yeah. exactly. But so I'm, what do they have? Like, what do they eat for fun or a treat or... Like, there's a lot of vegan... Cookies again. What uh, do they eat for? I, know. <laughs> I mean, and, and one time we actually met them for ice cream at a place in Hollywood that's like all vegan. Uh-huh. And as we're eating, it, my daughter was like, "It's not bad," and then proceeded to vomit so intensely in the car <laughs> on the way home that I rear-ended the car in front of me. Like, it was so shocking to me, and it literally got into the vents 
in the front. <laughs> like it was such a hardcore vomit. Yeah. So I was like, what is going on wow. in their vegan? She so projectile cream? vomited. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> and the guy, I rented this young guy like in a um what is it? Like in a big Cadillac. What is that called? Escalade. In an Escalade. Yeah. And he was like super pissed off and like threw his car in a park and got out and started to like come at me. Like, what the fuck? Like really angry. And I was like, excuse me, I have a four-year-old in the back who just vomited all over the place. I am very sorry. You need to pull over. And when we pulled over, she got out of the car and was screaming. And he was like, I am so sorry. Take whatever time you need. Yeah. I feel terrible. I'm going to get a hose. Yeah, We're going to so fix anyway, this yeah. together. That was my first and last vegan. How many vomiting experiences have you had now that being a mom? Um, well, here's, the, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned I that. I think I, I want to guess. How old is Goldie? Goldie is turning eight in a couple months. So she's seven and three quarters. I'm going to say you've had 30 vomiting experiences. I'm going to say 50. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought this up. So I am someone who was raised with a true vomit phobia, like a real <laughs> vomit phobia. Like if I saw it, if I smelled it, I was like, okay, not only am I going to vomit, it's going to take me weeks to emotionally get over this. <laughs> like I can't handle seeing it. Like it's very disturbing to me. Like it's just something that really bothered me. And that was the main thing about parenthood. I was like, how am I going to ever tolerate anyone vomiting? <laughs> I have a kid who is just her first go-to is a vomit. Like that's her <laughs> first thing. Like I'm a little not feeling great. I'm going to puke it out and then I'll be fine. And also- So she vomits well. All the time and loves to do it in the car, in the backseat of the car. <laughs> And like a lot of like three o'clock in the morning, like mom, and then all over the bed and all over the toys so that when she finally started vomiting in the toilet, I I got like a high. Like (laughs) I don't have to clean it up. Like you can just flush it down. She has thrown up more than any of my friend's kids. Like they all are like, whoa, she's like a puker. So (laughs) now it's really been exposure therapy for me. And I remember one time she threw up and I was in the middle of eating and I had a sandwich in one hand and I cleaned it up with the other. And wow. I was like, whatever. Like I don't, but also the truth is when it's your own child's vomit, yeah. it's different. It's like, I will clean up after my dog all day long. It doesn't bother me at all. If I have to clean up poop from other dogs, I'm like, I'm literally going to pass out. This yeah, like I retched at other yes. dog shit where it's like sometimes the by mm-hmm. virtue of if they bullshit at the same time, I'll have dog shit so close <laughs> to my face. <laughs> Because I'm like reaching yeah. in one, like it'll be like within a few inches of my face. Also, you're picking it up right when it's exited their body. It's brand new. And it's yeah. brand new. It's fresh. It couldn't smell warm. stronger. It oh, couldn't yeah, be it warmer. Is awful. It's, it's at its peak. But when it's your own dog, you're like, whatever. If I didn't do that yeah. with another dog, I would die. So I'm weirdly immune to it now with my daughter. I started mm-hmm. to worry about like meth. I was like, is there methane gas in dog shit? <laughs> if there is, I'm dead. <laughs> I started to numerically like if you, it, I was one day I was like you know if you if you are the thing you do more most often I'm I pick up shit more than anything else in the world sure like uh, something like two thousand times a year uh-huh. like that's how many like thousands of times a year yeah there's a trade off for the love six Kevin. times a day wow yeah that's a lot six piles of shit a day okay but now it's like second nature first nature. It's just nature. I love it's actually in nature. Second, yeah. poop and vomiting right <laughs> yeah. off the bat. But I myself have probably only vomited like five times in my entire life, and every time I do, wow. I have to absolutely cry. And then I have before, to like, or after, during. Well, right before, I'm just like, oh my god, it's not, it's not. There's no way this is how ha- it can't happen. <laughs> and then, and then I do it, and then I'm like, that was so scary. I feel like I could have died. Like it always feels like I could definitely have choked on it. It's such a violent experience. Your body's like 
just clenched up, and you're just. The I, noise fi- I start laughing like, now because I, I, it started to make me laugh that you, you, you kind of yell into the toilet. <laughs> like there's a part of you that's screaming into the toilet. Oh, it's, it's so funny because you, and you're just like, ah. <laughs> but is there anything worse than the thirty seconds? Right before you throw up, we were just like, because oh. there's no turning back. <laughs> no. You know it's you happening. know it's gonna happen. You start to salivate. You're like, this is happening. You're <laughs> over. You're like, okay, the the toilet's cold. That's nice. There's it's like nice the, that it's cold. The anger goes away. Yeah, you and you're like, to, this is you, going to like, happen. I have to accept this now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I have to accept this nightmare that's the accepting, happening. The yeah. accepting. But you don't know how long it's gonna go for. It could be uh. two minutes. It could fuck around and be. 10 minutes of you just sitting uh, on the floor. And well, either one feels like an hour. It feels like yeah. an hour. And the worst thing is, there's no greater feeling than when it's over and you're like, oh my God, I yeah. feel better. The worst thing is, you're like, I don't feel better yeah. and it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like the cruelest trick ever that nature can play on you. <laughs> that those one's are, no good. Especially if it's late at night and you're, you were sleeping because then you have to go back and lay down and just fucking wait the for it. The worst is when you're asleep and it wakes you up and you're like this. You're like, a, you get up and you're like, whoa, what, what am I doing awake? I, yeah. I feel a little strange. And then that, the thought, you're like, oh, oh, I think it's on. I think something's, my palms are t- a little tingly. Yeah. Oh, that is the worst feeling. Literally, your stomach turns itself inside out to throw the oh. food out of your body. Oh, it's so terrible. It's a catapult. It's like a catapult inside your colon. I feel like I'm going to start getting nauseous right now. <laughs> we keep like, talking yeah, about... I feel like maybe we should move You're on. You're psyching yourself out. Yeah, I haven't really done it in am. a while. Can I ask you a question yes. about being a parent? Yes. I've noticed this phenomenon Go. in public places, okay. like local coffee shops, for example, uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, where children are just allowed to run around mm-hmm. freely... And bother patrons. Uh-huh. And then parents will look at the child and go, oh, and then just kind of let it happen. Yeah. Is this something that you are for, against, have seen happen, and what are your thoughts on it when it um, does happen? <clears throat> I have seen it happen. Yeah. It, again, fills me with a rage. Okay, good. <laughs> and I think it's horrific. And I'll yeah. tell you what I think it's from because I have friends people that I know that I think are really good people and they're very smart and then I see them do this. First of all, my feeling is this. There might be people here who hired babysitters to have a moment of peace to themselves and have gone out to get a meal or to get a cup of coffee or maybe to work or have a complete thought without someone interrupting it. Right. And then why do they have to deal with my kid? Like, that's not fair. I'm also not a huge believer in kids going everywhere with you. I think, obviously, it depends on the kid. But a lot of kids aren't able to sit still at a restaurant or in a public place and be okay. And I don't think it's fair to other people. Yeah. I think that people are so overwhelmed and exhausted that they're, they're immune to it. Like, I think a lot of people feel like as long as my kid's not bleeding, I'm ahead of the game. Okay, so yeah, I'm yeah. going to let them do what they want. I also think that other people think their kid is adorable, as adorable as they think their kid is. And my feeling is err on the side of everybody hating your kid until they tell you otherwise. That's right. my feeling. Like if we're out, I'm like, don't talk to them. 
Like, don't engage with them. If they want to, and sometimes people are like, no, no, I want to talk to them. Like, I really like kids, or I want to ask her a question. Then I'm like, okay, great. Mm. But I don't think it's cute on the airplane when the kid in front of me turns around and starts talking to me. It's like, maybe this is my five seconds to read a magazine, and I don't really want to engage with, like, yeah. does that make me sound yeah. terrible? Like, No, I no, because I feel the no. same way. I just, I, and I think that also there's, I mean, look, I'm, Kevin knows me, and like you see me around my kid. I don't know if you see me a lot around Goldie. A few times. We went to dinner. I wouldn't see you in a restaurant with Goldie. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm old school because I think I'm really progressive and I really work hard at learning a lot about parenting and always trying to learn new things and reading a lot. And I have a huge amount of respect for my kid as like an individual who doesn't live under my thumb. Uh But I also am a big believer in I'm not afraid of my child. And a lot of people are very, very afraid of their children. Uh And they get really uncomfortable with their kid having like a big reaction to something. Like, well, if I go over and I tell them to be quiet, they might scream at me. Or it might make my life harder because then I have to actually discipline them or explain to them how to be like a human on the earth. And so I think, I also think, people really are uncomfortable with their kid not liking them and having their kid feel like my my mom or my dad is always on my back and telling me I can't do this or making me do that and it's yeah. not fair. Like they want to be friends with them, not I their parents. I have no investment in my kid liking me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I have an investment in my kid look, looking back and being like, my mom looked out for me. She made sure I wasn't a horrible fucking asshole that everybody hated (laughs) I was a person that understood I wasn't the only human being that existed on the face of the planet and I think that people that let their kids do that I sound so judgy and awful and preachy right now but it is something that and I'm by no means saying that I know the key to parenthood or I'm a perfect parent I'm always Uh struggling and trying and learning but I do think a lot of that is letting a kid think like what your needs and wants are more important than the rest of the world's. And my feeling is there's a whole world out there of people who don't care about you. You know what yeah. I mean? That, like, I don't think what you're saying, I think the only reason you feel weird about saying that is because yeah. you're surrounded by parents. To me, what you said yeah. sounded unbelievably logical. Cause I, I want to be like, look, when I see people, I'm like, I don't want anything bad to happen to your kid. Yeah. That is the end of how much I give a shit about it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, why should you care about my if kid? If your kid touches me, I'm just like, are you, is your kid touching me? Right? Like, yeah. seriously. Because if I went and touched your kid. You'd freak out. Yeah, you'd freak yeah. out. But I, I think there's a thing where parents, they want to, like, it's, it's almost like a numbers game. They want to take the amount of bad experiences like, and li- just make them the least amount as possible. Yeah. Just like, I, I to protect the kid from, his, from any bad experiences they can. So, like, anything that could go like no no everyone thinks it's interesting it's like your kid's not interesting i don't care if it's a genius like it's still five and who gives but a talk shit talk about it with your own mom yeah like, you know who's really interested my mom she wants yeah. to hear everything about my kid call your mother what do i care like and yeah. even my friends who have kids like there's some that i love and adore and i'm very close with but and i'm a mom too it doesn't mean i love and adore all children but i i really do think that when it comes right down to it it's about parents being afraid of their kid wanting their kid to like them and think that they're cool. But I also think, like, I see a lot of this, too, like kids coming up to two adults talking, interrupting and starting to speak, and then that parent stopping the conversation and focusing completely on the child to be like, yes, like everything they're saying is the most important thing. No, I'm having a conversation. You can wait until I'm done having this conversation. You're teaching them social cues. But learn to control yourself. And also you can't do, like I just feel like there's certain things that children shouldn't, like this sounds awful, but I don't, I think that, okay, 
I want to say this in a way that doesn't make me sound awful. I, children are their own unique individuals, and I have a huge amount of respect for that. But I mm. also don't think that children are equivalent to adults. I just don't. They haven't done anything yeah. yet. Exactly. So they don't. In a weird way, you're like, homie, you haven't earned the attention of the adults yet because you straight up haven't done any shit yet. Yeah, you haven't learned but, anything. But I will tell you this, and something that I didn't understand until I was a parent was that when your kid gets their feelings hurt or they're upset it's really difficult to watch. It yeah. makes you sad and yeah. you don't want them to get their feelings hurt. Oh, yeah. Like I, like I am obsessed with my dogs. When someone walks past my dog or like makes a face at my dog, cause my dog like maybe barked at their dog. I'm like, how dare you? Like over my dog. Like I feel bad. Imagine yeah. how it feels <laughs> with your actual child. And I think a huge amount of parenting is you have to be okay with the fact that they're going to be unhappy and their feelings are going to get hurt and that's part of being a person. Like my kid will say to me, like she'll come back from school and she'll say to me, the teacher um, was in the middle of reading a story and I had a question that I really wanted to ask and it wasn't time to ask, so I interrupted and then they said, Goldie, now's not the time for questions. And then I got really upset. (laughs) And I'm like... I'm sorry you're upset, but you're not supposed to interrupt them when they're in the middle of talking. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So like, like you can't be upset over everything all the time and you have to let them be upset because then they'll be horrible jerks. Yeah. If every single feeling is the most important thing in the world. That's a problem with a lot of adults too, is they think yes. like just, they get upset a lot and then just because they're upset, they think they're right. So you're like, well, no. just because you're upset doesn't mean you're right. It's like, understand not. the difference. If, also, yeah, if you start I, a sentence like, I feel, you're like, I don't give a shit. Well, but also, yeah. don't you think, like, I, we all had that one friend that was like a really good crier, and it would yeah. cry really quickly and really easily at something, and it's like, just because you're crying doesn't mean you win or you feel more or that your feelings are more important. Yeah, just, yeah means that you're super manipulative and giving into it. So I completely agree with you. And by the way, there are times when my daughter's crying and if she's crying because she's physically hurt herself or crying because something really fucked up happened, that's different. But if she's crying because she wants a third cookie or because she wants to stay up late, I'm like, cry it up. I don't, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I don't care. That doesn't move me. Like your tears don't make, uh, oh my God, you're crying now? Yeah. Everything yeah. has changed. You can stay up till two o'clock in the morning and eat whatever you want right. and then it hit me in the face. Like it's not going to yeah. happen. So you, that was a very long answer for what was a very short <laughs> question. I agree with you. And as a parent, it does make me insane. And I'm a big fan of glaring at people in public. Uh. And I'm also a big fan of if my husband <laughs> and I are out to dinner and I'm paying a babysitter and someone has brought, and you know, there was a huge article in LA Times about chefs starting to say, your children are, are not welcome here. Yeah. Like, there's a certain level. Yeah. I'm going to all these restaurants. Yes. There's I got to read this article. Level of, there's no kid flights. Which is, I think, great. That's awesome. As a per- and guess what? I don't understand why people with kids get offended. Because as a person with a kid, it's relieving to me if I'm on a flight where I know no one's going to get upset if my daughter has a freak out. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because like, it's going to be a plane full of freak outs. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't get mad at them and they can't get mad at me. Like, we're all... It's a water balloon flight. We're all getting exactly. hit with water balloons. <laughs> but there's certain like level of restaurants and certain chefs that are saying like, this is a, like a nice restaurant. I don't want kids here. This isn't like an IHOP. Yeah, it's not a restaurant slash jungle gym. Exactly. Where they are climbing we don't have a kid's leg. menu, homie. And so there was a time my husband and I were out to dinner. It's a couple years ago. We had a babysitter. We were out for, and we don't get to do that that often. Like it mm. ha- like the level of planning that it takes to get <laughs> out. It's First of all, it costs $600. Literally. And it's ridiculous <laughs> and whatever. And also I'm just super like, I need to really know somebody who's going to watch my kid. And it's mm-hmm. just for me, it's a whole process. 
And there was a couple that had their kid there, and they thought it was adorable. The kid was going up to all the tables, and their kid came up to our table, and I was like, you need to go back to your table. <laughs> like, this, are you kidding me? Yeah. Why am I going to talk to your kid if I'm not with my own kid? Yeah. Like, this is not going to happen. And they looked at me like, well, that is just a mean lady. But uh-huh. No. You are just a no. considerate parent. Yeah. I. what I would have said to them. I, I'm not yeah. your kid's parent. It's not my job to make your kid happy. It's your job. Why? Are, yeah, like the my whole thing is like, why adults know not to act like that in public? Yeah. Why is it okay that a kid does? Because eventually that kid is going to grow up to be an adult who uh-huh. should not act like that in public. Yeah. So, so why are you e- like, no, go nuts and let's slowly undo that behavior for the rest of your Nick, life? Here's a little secret. I would have gotten hit if I did that it kind of shit. It takes a lot more work to like teach your kids stuff. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember I talking to. Al about it is like it's so much more expensive to feed your kid well and a million times more work like he's like you have no idea they'd be so much happier if you went to McDonald's and you'd save thousands of dollars do you understand the meal planning is probably the most stressful thing that I think really parenting I'm not kidding because I'm I'm responsible for all of her food Uh all day every day and I don't want to give her horrible crap and I want to give her things that's like good for her body and sometimes I'm like I just what am I (laughs) And then yeah. like, do you know how many times I make her something and I'm like, this is a gorgeous pasta with <laughs> organic everything. And she takes one bite and she's like, this is gross. <laughs> and it's like the worst feeling in the whole world. Yeah. And I have a friend that actually can't, my daughter's never had McDonald's. And I have a friend who can't, like thinks I'm being cruel and thinks I'm being a bad parent. Like, do you think I'm being a bad parent because I've never given her McDonald's? It's really shitty. I mean, it's really <laughs> shitty food. Qual- oh, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, people it's think awful I'm food. denying her childhood. And by the way, She'll totally eat McDonald's, but she doesn't care yet. So my feeling is why introduce it to her? Like, here's cigarettes. You I was just going to say, why not when she's 13? Yeah. yeah. He'd be like, have a cigarette. I don't want to deny your child. I don't so even, many kids <laughs> I don't even know that McDonald's tastes good. We just got used to it and it was always there. I you know. just went to McDonald's. And look, she's going to eat McDonald's when she's older. My feeling is, okay, like that's not off the table, but why am I going to give it to you now if you don't know the difference yet? Yeah. yeah. And I'll make her, and by the way, I make hamburgers at home that are delicious. No, I want McDonald's. <laughs> I know. Yeah, God. why get her hooked at a young age? It's, <laughs> but I have a friend who's angry with me who says I think that's terrible I think you're denying her something I think you're being so uptight denying her something what you don't have the right it's like I love that people do you see that thing where they left a cheeseburger yes. on the counter and it lasted like for years. 10 years it I was in the years and nothing <laughs> happened like it was there after how dare the house you? rotted away yeah and it was just so sitting there on a pile how dare of you deny her a food with a half-life like that's ridiculous yeah but there's also other good stuff that you probably yeah. give her, like ice cream or what. Like, I mean, full on. Are you yeah, I follow your so husband on Instagram. There's yeah. ice cream being had in your there's home. So much ice cream. That's a great thing on a daily a basis. Child. But all, and also, like, we live in a city where I can go get her the best ice cream that's oh, ever yeah. been made. Like, I can get her like artisanal, like amazing. <laughs> lavender honey yeah. ice cream. Yes, this exactly. crazy, yeah. Like the yeah. best stuff. And also like she eats whatever. She eats french fries and pizza and all that delicious yeah. food. But I think there's like, I'm not going to get her Domino's. Like why would I get Domino's if I could oh, take Domino's her to 800 is... degrees and get her like an awesome I pizza. love that place. It's so it's good. It's the best. It's Domino's awesome. is good though, right? And guess what? Was that... Uh, Domino's is not good. Is that gunfire in the background? I don't know. No, it's, I like the flat, uh, the, okay, Domino's is shitty. But the thin crust is good because it's like just crackers with cheese on it. Is it? Yeah. You know, truthfully, I haven't had Domino's in so long that well, it's probably delicious. Look, it, I came in here with a Slurpee in my hands and I have Fritos <laughs> yeah. in my purse. So who am I 
to be judging if you else. write a book and don't title it i have fritos in my purse <laughs> you hate money <laughs> yeah, can i tell yeah. you the most annoying thing this is really going to be annoying because like when i my best friend does not have kids mm-hmm. and there sometimes she hears me talk to my child and she's like i want to punch you in the face so badly right now for the it's so irritating but when it comes to food like what i do say to my daughter is there's sometimes foods and there's everyday foods and there's certain things like a slurpee she's had slurpees like that's a sometimes food when we're on the road it's a long trip we're all gonna go to 7-eleven and get a slurpee didn't they change the cookies monster's name to sometimes cookie monster (laughs) they did no No, way i'm there would they at least tried i saw it on the on like Huffington Post for real. That's awesome. Yeah, because he was like, "Cook, you can't be crushing him all the time." Basically, <laughs> it would have been cooler if they if they created another character yes. called sometimes Cookie Monster, and he was just thinner than the regular <laughs> Cookie Monster. That would have been great. That would have been, you know what? Um, sensible portion control Cookie Monster. <laughs> that would have been really good. Or vegan Cookie vegan Monster. Vegan Cookie Monster. That'd um, be a good one. Like on Halloween, I now have type two diabetes Cookie Monster. <laughs> yeah. On Halloween, I'm like, eat it up, dude. Like, go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. she throws up because of all that candy, I'm like, then you'll learn. That's what's called a logical consequence. <laughs> go for it. Like, it's Halloween. I'm not yeah. going to take that away from her. Go nuts. I feel like the way I was raised with like being with knowing not knowing, but being told like foods like McDonald's and fast food and all these things were really bad for you and they were not meant to be eaten all the time. And I couldn't have all the sodas I wanted. A lot of it was we couldn't afford to be sure. eating out. And my mom would cook at home all the time. Was she a good cook? Oh, yeah. My mom and dad both are great cooks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like what um, would they cook? Like, what like was... Middle Eastern food. Okay, delicious. Yeah, so yeah. like, which is actually super good for you. It's very good for you, yeah. yeah. And... um so I was, and I would be so furious. Well, like I want to eat this, and like I try to like I'd save lunch money or something if I got it, For and like then I'd go use it. Yeah, yeah, I'd <laughs> use it on McDonald's or some shit, you know. Meanwhile, they're making you like the most gorgeous, <laughs> yeah, homemade, like yeah. Yeah. fresh hummus fr- and oh, tabbouleh so, and like, yeah, all this amazing. Like you would kill to have someone making that for you <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, I I know because I have a mom that used to pack me like poached salmon in a dill sauce. Right, right, right. In fourth grade, <laughs> and I was like, "What is this shit?" Like yeah. throw it on the ground. It would just like you open a, a container, and it would just like smell like garlic, and all of a sudden people were like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> Ew!" Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Do you? Because you're a funny person. Shaped, uh, to, you, to finish, it sorry. shaped my adulthood in yeah. that now I haven't had McDonald's in 15 so it years. So You didn't yeah. rebel. I just one day was like, you know what? I don't like this food anymore and it's not good for you. They were right the entire time. Yeah. And I just never, in and outs the closest thing to fast food I eat because it's fresh. It's nice. In and outs and it's burger. And if you leave in and out for <laughs> out for like two days, it'll do what it's supposed to and just yeah. turn to garbage. Yeah. Where McDonald's yes. are like it grow, grows more powerful, <laughs> consumes food around it. You know, <laughs> there's another burger there. You're like, how did what? Yeah. it's multiplying? This if you crazy. get it wet after midnight, it's McDonald's turns into an angry point. herd yeah. of burgers. Yeah, oh it's lifting God. weights. It's like, I'm coming for you, pal. Sure. <laughs> what are you gonna ask? Oh, I was saying you are. You know, I consider you a funny person. Okay. Is it hard to like talk to a child? And like use that language that's so dopey, like you sound yes. must sound pretty corny, like reading the stories and stuff. Like because you're a very quick witted person, you like to talk a lot of shit. Yeah, oh, I love it. And you have a very foul mouth. <laughs> yes. And is it hard to be like yes to turn? Is there like a gear where you're like now's time to not sound like a total piece of garbage? It's really hard because <laughs> a it's kids like don't get sarcasm, and it's also 
mean. Like they don't. Yeah. It's not nice to be sarcastic to a kid. Like it, they don't yeah. get it, and it just feels awful. Like, <laughs> like people think teasing a kid is funny. No, it's not funny. And guess what? Never tease your kid. Like, mm. also, don't embarrass them for fun. I like. I had a dad uh. that thought it was hilarious to embarrass me. It's not funny. And like every parenting book I ever read now is like, do never, like, <laughs> never embarrass your child. Like studies have shown, it's actually painful for them like it's not funny they don't get it it's not it doesn't like make them tougher it just makes them feel like they can't trust you like you're just out to like throw them under the bus for a joke so I am not sarcastic with her and I'm literally the most sarcastic person on the face of the planet yeah so I I have to be really careful with that I also have to say things like and it it when I you know what you have to do you just split yourself in two it's kind of like I can't believe I'm gonna equate parenting with sex but it's kind of like there are times when you're doing something sexual and you're like, this is so embarrassing that I have to pretend that this isn't happening. And I just have to be this person who's doing this now. Yeah. And then later I can be embarrassed about it. But sometimes like when I'm in the, the middle of is, it. I know who you're talking about <laughs> doing it with. <laughs> and so now sorry. I know that there's something that you guys do that <laughs> I, I, you're not going to tell me, but there's something you do that it's I'm not, guessing he makes you do. That is so embarrassing. You have to pretend to be someone else. Younger, a story with this someone else. Anything you have to do. If anything, I'm making him do things. Like I wish. That's great. He knows my husband. Like if anything, he's like, "This is crazy." But it's one of those things where, like, in the moment, you just have to be like, "Okay." And then later, like, if I'm alone, I'm like, "That I can't believe that I was with another person and did that." And that's sort of. There's sometimes I have to say things to my kid where half of me is like, "You are the." worst type of asshole <laughs> like sometimes you have to say to your kid I know you're having really big feelings about that yeah you're really <laughs> mad at me right now you want you don't want to go to bed and you are angry with me but your body needs rest yeah. so you don't have to go to bed but you need to get into your bed and you need to like those are asshole things can you, you tell me what you would like to say if you oh my god you fucking asshole go to bed I'm so tired like you there are times we'll she'll like she'll get up at six in the morning and by six o'clock at night I'm like you have been talking for 12 motherfucking hours like you yeah. have not stopped talking there's also so many questions you want your kid to ask questions that's an awesome thing like uh-huh. when you're talking about the wonder of parenthood it's amazing when my kid is like explain to me how like science is or like why do we have garbage how does the garbage system work in this city like these are legit important questions that she needs to know sometimes in hour 14 of my day i'm like please stare out the window and (laughs) stop talking to me so i want to say those things but i can't and i have to be like well through taxpayer money and I have to like go into that so there's many times as a parent you want to be like please leave me alone but you can't because you love them and you want them to learn things and I can't say what I want a lot of parenting is you don't say what you wish and you want to say I was at like breakfast me and two adults went to an art thing and uh, one of the adults brought a a young person Mm -hmm. a girl she was probably 10 and we were eating, and I realized, like, about a minute after we sat down, I was like, oh, I shouldn't say any. I can't yeah. talk at all. Because guess what? Everything he- she said, I want to be like, shut up, stupid. Like, <laughs> like everything, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. What you think is, in it is interesting is definitely not. And you're full. This is idiotic that we're even. This charade is a waste of time. So I was like, Kevin, you're not allowed to 
you're not allowed to talk. They also listen to every word that you say. They make yeah. like they're coloring. Ears <laughs> are wide open, and then an yeah. hour later, they're like, "What did what did Kevin mean when he yeah. was talking about a girl?" And then I'm like, "I'm gonna murder Kevin." Yeah, like so, what did he mean when he said, "Well, well, you know what I'm talking about." Like, what did that mean? <laughs> they're fuck. They're on it. Ex- yeah. I mean, beyond on it. And Yesterday, you, I was yeah. walking the dog, and like, you know that I live near. I don't know how old these kids were. They looked like they were twelve. Okay. And it was a, a, like what looked like a 12-year-old boy and two 12-year-old girls. And from like 50 feet away, one of them went, hi, mister. <laughs> oh, no. I don't and like I was that like, at all. So I ignored it. I was like, yeah. I don't like, again, I was like, don't it like this at all. can't be me. They're not talking about me. Uh, I mean, I knew. I was like, well, hopefully that was just the only hi, mister in this. Well, is there anything scarier than a group of teens? Like, I'd rather oh. cross the and street. So they did it. And then the one did it again. She's like, oh. hi. And, and I was like, or I think she said, have a nice day. And I was like, thanks. And then she was like, your dogs are cute, still far away. And I went, thanks. And then walking towards me and, and, and I was like, oh, you're doing the thing where you think this is super interesting. You and she was hilarious. like, do you want to have a sword fight? I was like, no, <laughs> nope. She was like, I don't have my sword, but if I did, I would like have a sword fight with you. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Also, and they're with their friends, so they're trying to be like. Yeah, they're trying cool. to do a thing. Let's mess and I, with some adults. Yeah, basically, like, I was you're like, not even really messing. And with then for like, <laughs> you're kind yeah. of being nice. <laughs> for like twenty minutes after, I was like, I, I, I was like, what? It, thank God they stopped talking because what even? I went Horrible. through the things I wanted to say, and then I started like obsessing about like what that would do if I was like, hey, I know you think you're being super interesting. You're actually a fucking moron. <laughs> and then like, but you can't beat. No. You can't ra- you can't reason with people that age because they don't care what you think on any level. No. So anything you say doesn't matter. The best no. thing to do with teenagers when they're doing that stuff to you, I found, is you just agree with everything they're doing. Yeah. Sure. Hey, cool shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice dog. All right. And then the, what are they gonna do? Because they want to get All a negative. Right. Yeah. They want to get a negative reaction. You, you go right. full you, cra- go full crazy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Like yeah. no matter what is, and they're like, "Wow, we couldn't penetrate that the guy's psyche." Like, what do we do? There was a. Um, you could just start a, yelling, "Justin Bieber!" Right. Right. Yeah. There was a period where I was on a television show for several years that was geared at teen girls. I watched it, and um, it was a lot. Watched of every episode. There was a lot of people. What was it called? Pleasure. What I like about you. It was called What I Like About You. Uh-huh. It, was, it. We won a lot of Emmys. Okay. And um, did it, you get to go to the regular Emmys, or was was your show well, daytime? <laughs> No, it was it wasn't on at night. It was like a primetime show. Oh, okay. But it was... That I wasn't sure when it was on because it was always no, TiVo to my house. That show was summarily ignored <laughs> by any sort of electing body. I, I thought know, maybe it was it ran during the day. And I think so, there was like maybe a People's Choice Award at some fuck point. Yeah. But th- it was Did not. Did you go? No. Those kids' Choice? Though, you get a right Kids' now? Choice? Yeah, maybe we got a Kids' There was some... <laughs> Is there a surfboard in your house that you won? No, but I actually was on an... Okay, I was on another show <laughs> where we won a Kids' Choice Award. And I got to accept it, and I got to awesome. uh, take the surfboard. And it was horrifying because they're all just—it's just like it's a room full of screaming children, and they don't stop screaming. Like the screams yeah. just yeah. carry through, and it feels like you're in a panic attack. Feels like, like war. And they're like Hollywood kids, so half of them have coke addictions. Exactly. Like they're not even regular children. Really bad. <laughs> so when I was on this show, a lot of teen kids would come up to me. 
And it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I can't yeah. even express to you because they're mean. And they say things like they're the kind of people, like they're the kind of people. Like they would come up to you and be like, you look so different without makeup on. Oh, or man. you seem like you're fat on TV, but in person you're not fat. Yeah. Or like they just say shit right to your face. Yeah, they're like, blunt. They have no idea. No. And they just, and like there's a group of them. So they're more powerful Ugh. when they're together. And then they say stuff. And it's just like, it would make me so uncomfortable. Like I can't, it makes me sound so ungrateful and awful but it was just very when you're alone and like seven 14 year old girls approach you yeah. it's scary <laughs> and you can't even tell sometimes because like, it, sometimes it could just be their inflection they yes. could be like where'd you get that dress <laughs> and you don't even know if that's a good or bad yeah. yeah and you're like oh this it's cool I guess <laughs> like that could be a high compliment from a teenager yeah. you just have no idea it's so true It's vi- that's a very good point I see pa- I mean there's packs of them around here and I I I'll literally I'll cross the street to get away from them. They're terrifying. They're so scary. They're so very scary. <laughs> when did we cross over from being scared of them? The law. It's just law because they can anything at any time. They can be like, and regardless of even sex, they can be like, he or she touched me, and then <laughs> our life is officially over. Yeah, I guess that's true. Over. Yeah, but over. I mean, that's like so unlikely that well, that happen. Is it? I yeah, because it. How often is that really happening? I watched it. I've seen kids know to, A, they know to do it. I've literally seen more than once a teenage, I watched these teenagers, they got in like an argument with a guy because of where he was parked. They were like fucking with his car or something. And I watched a kid yell, there was, there's a cop that is at the high school and the kid goes, the guy tried to touch my dick. <laughs> like just yelled it out. Outdoor. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Wow. Oh my, like I got scared. That's something <laughs> yeah. that never has occurred to me because I think as a woman, you're not walking, you're really walking in fear more of the rape. Right. Not of being accused of the rape. Yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. I guess I never thought about it as a dude that you're afraid of being falsely accused. Oh you're yeah. 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 I, I have that fear. That's terrible. It's your life is ruined if oh if it God. happens because the story is never quite as big as when it was a false <laughs> the, the the it wasn't true is never quite as publicized. Well, like that guy, that guy who it was on sixty minutes, the guy who was the professional football player and his career was on track, and then this woman accused him. Oh, we're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Ch- children are terrified. You don't want to do the rape riff. <laughs> <laughs> I my I I noticed that I was like af- not afraid of them, but I was just like I don't. This is weird now with teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you're like, the I moment I stopped this. understanding yeah. being a teenager. Sure. Because you look at teenagers now and then you one day you realize you're like, oh, they're not the same teenagers I was. No. The bands they listen to are different. The clothing styles are different. Yeah. And they all look young. Mm-hmm. Like even a senior in high school looks 12. Well, don't you see them driving and you're like, what, what? They have stolen a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 11-year-old has stolen a motor vehicle <laughs> and he's driving it around. Yeah. But yeah, you look at them and you go, I don't even know what you like, what kind of shit you like. No. If I was like forced into a conversation, like somewhere with a teenager, I'd be like, uh, what's the cool TV show I should reference? Yeah. I have no clue. You might as well come up to me and speak a foreign language. Yeah. We do not have a single thing in common, except yeah, really that we're both bizarre. alive. Oh, God. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm going to have one of those in my house. Oh, yeah. And they're going to hate me so But you'll much. know all the stuff that's going on. How am I going to know the stuff, Nick? They'll be talking to you about it. But don't you have a thing where you, you're in inside their phone? you got to get in the phone. Well, I'm not letting you her You better be phone inside that so, phone. She's already started asking for a phone. I'm like, are you nuts? Well, no. she's like five? She's seven, almost oh. eight years old, and she has okay. friends that have phones. And of course, I don't allow At it. Eight? Yes. Who are they calling besides you their own you guys, parents? You don't understand. I have seen... 
there's there were girls and she just graduated she just left first grade Uh and there were two girls that had phones and they were texting and the texting got mean and these were first grade girls and it I literally had to take to my bed. I was like, I can't believe <laughs> that this is happening. Uh, that this is starting. Like it's yeah. so bleak and it's so dark. And technology is so be- like oh you have to understand. God. I remember that I got like I got my parents to install a second phone line. Yeah. And I was like, would I would like a flip phone? And that was like a lot of negotiation for me to get a flip phone. And yeah. they could pick up the extension. And I remember Steve Howie got a second line as a birthday present. Sure. And it, as a gift, it, the way his parents gave it to him, they gave him little slips of paper with the number on it. And he was no. like, well, what's this? And he's like, uh, this is to give your friends. You got your own phone. And he was like, yeah. Like, it was like he wanted It was like yeah. he got given a motorcycle. Like he freaked out all he did was call people those were the kids i thought were like millionaires growing up they had their own phone line i'm like are you guys his parents had an extra 20 dollars a month to throw around is basically what happened but yeah Yeah. his own phone line and we were bugged out yeah i used to go to his house just to call people as you want now in our head it was like a secret red phone that could not be cracked (laughs) i mean think about it that was as big as the technology got so it's just a whole other bananas element of horrific <laughs> hideousness that you think about once you have a kid. We don't have to talk about having a kid anymore. It's the most boring thing on earth to make people who don't have children talk about having a kid. I think certain parts of it are fascinating because I yeah. don't know anything about I think well, it's all the shit you don't think about. Like, hey, you want to make three meals a day for 18 years? Like, excuse me, what? Yeah, and like be responsible for that person's health and yeah. well-being. And also, there's just a lot of wild cards that get thrown at you. You're like, what? I have to, right. you have a thing with your eye? Like now I have to learn <laughs> yeah. all about the human eye and yeah. like right. find the best doctor and then like medicate your eye. Like I don't know about eyes and then you have to know about that and I only have one. Imagine people that have three kids. Dude. Yeah, whenever I see that, like three, four, five, I'm like that, you're an insane person. No. Would that, when I see that, I'm like one of you's get one of them's going to end up not getting well, enough. Well, if you have four kids, it's like, produce so one of them is going to mm. go one bad. of them's going to jail yeah. Yeah. yeah like there's no way they're all going to be cool like somebody's <laughs> right. going to be a nightmare don't you think yeah it seems like it's it, like yeah. the baldwins and by the way every once in a while like you're with you're with friends and they have a kid and you're like that's they got the deal breaker kid like they got yeah. the kid that makes other people not want to have kids <laughs> it happens that's funny <sighs> Um, yeah, I didn't mean to get on the whole thing about kids, but I really that I've been noticing the kid yeah. in public doing the climbing and the bothering. We also live in that neighborhood, though, too. And I was like, no, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. I've seen it downtown. I've seen it just like I mean, everywhere. Yeah. You just see it everywhere. It's also just bad manners. But I always say I'm like, do you say something? No, no, no. I'm saying when I see it, I go. Yeah. That seems like the worst thing ever. But I'm like, well, I'm not a parent. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't. But then. You're a parent. And I was like, oh, I can ask an actual parent I, who I has a kid. I chalk it up age. to exhaustion. That's what I always. Yeah. I'm like, I bet you they're See, so that's tired. What I think too. They're I go, tired. Maybe they're tired. Yeah. Maybe it's you yeah, know. But that still isn't one of a, a good answer. There's a woman who goes to the Starbucks I go to. She's there every day, probably for eight hours. She kind what? of. It's like her office, kind of. I don't know what she's trying to do, but okay. she's she's literally been there every day for six years. And doesn't matter what time you go there, she's there. She's most of the time there. Okay. And she not has homeless. No, okay. not homeless at all. Seen her get in a car. Seen her talk to other people. I think she's writing a children's book. But she, the, she has a kid, and the kid, <gasps> since she's there so much, the kid goes all the time. No, not all the time. Okay. But when the kid is there, the kid walks around the yeah. Starbucks like it's its living room because it's there. It's 
been there so many times and like all the employees know the kid's name and they're like super nice to it and it's clear like friendly but i'm like hey you know who i don't give a shit about cody get yeah. cody the fuck away yeah. from me cody's amped up on frappuccinos and yeah he's bothering i'm me here right for now. a total get of two and a half away. minutes i'm not gonna spend it with cody can i just say about starbucks i'm not like a huge starbucks person i mean i go in there every once in a while i feel like every time i go in there I see something that is so like unspeakably sad or <laughs> yeah. just like I've seen like just, they've gotten dark uh, for sure. There's whoa, some it's what happened? their plan of the it being like a the people that go no, there. The people yeah, yeah. And just like I hear conversations or I see people or I witness an interaction where I'm like, I am. It's going to take me hours to get <laughs> past this now. Like, yeah, oh, what has happened? It's got I think it's the free Wi-Fi. Yeah. So it's got it's it's in the same way that like the public library once it got the internet yeah. became a very kind yeah. of odd dark place. Yeah, I think you're right. It has a public library. Vibe. Is now like, there's that too. It's almost like like a lobby for the city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can just <laughs> that is an it's excellent like a pit way. stop. That is you an excellent like, way to describe that's it. That's really. Yeah. I I think you just really <laughs> hit upon something. Yeah. yeah, I think you're exactly right. Wow, it's like being so. It's like being. It's like there's no difference in me being at a Starbucks than being like at a Greyhound. Yeah, or a Subway. Well, if you think about the amount of time you have to, you have to buy something to be able to sit there. Yeah. But you have to buy anything, so you can spend a dollar and spend twelve hours there. Yeah. Yeah, but there's just times where I'm in line. Like the last time I was in a Starbucks, there some man was doing something, and a woman who worked there scolded him and said, "You are not being appropriate." And this behavior isn't appropriate. Right. And I'm sure it wasn't appropriate. And I was like, why does he need to be, he's grown. Like, why does he need to be told his behavior is inappropriate? And I was like, yeah. there's so much that happens at Starbucks where I have to just like stare at the ceiling while I'm just waiting <laughs> yeah. online to get a quick. I thing. knew someone who worked at Starbucks and she told me that like, there's no designated person whose job it is to kick out homeless people. Oh, it's it's a rotation. True? So it's like, dude, Kevin, today's your It's day. just like, it's your turn. I did it yeah. last. And this this friend of mine, she literally weighs about 85 pounds. She oh. could not be smaller. So like, she worked at the one on Wilshire, like Wilshire and La Brea kind sure. of. Uh-huh. And like, that one can get a little sketchy. Yes, so like, everyone, you know, if there's a 300 pound man who's about to take a dump, <laughs> it was like her job to be like, hi, sir, <laughs> one sec. <laughs> Like you have, I mean, I remember one guy, I was at another one on Wilshire, the other one on Highland that's actually like on Highland. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And a dude was trying, there was like a, probably an 18 year old girl or 17 year old girl just doing her homework and a guy wanted to hit on her like a crazy guy. And he all of a sudden started yelling, I'm just trying to talk to you. And all of us were like, all right, that's, uh, you gotta go dude. Yeah. And we're just like, God damn it. This is, God damn it. Because think about it. You just want to get a job that like is serving coffee and stuff. And a huge element of your job is contending with the public and their bad behavior. Maybe fighting a crazy person. An actual crazy person. Not like someone trying to put it on. Because that's why like, like, and the volume is way higher than any other fast food place. Because people are always like, oh, quick coffee. Got to get a quick coffee. Grab a quick bite to eat. McDonald's has like, probably peak hours and then it's dead sure. for hours and yeah. hours and hours yeah but mcdonald's is a steady i'm sorry set up shop at a mcdonald's exactly. do they yeah. no 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 you can't computer you can't so it's you're nick you are really it's like an onion there's just a lot of layers <laughs> to yeah. understanding what no happened. this woman who's not crazy is straight up starbucks is her free office wow that would she's getting for free what would cost her a thousand dollars a month right. to rent someplace else, and That's she why just the straight local up. It's a, she, so much better. 
You don't get can that I, shit. Can I ask a completely off-topic question? Yes. Is this okay? Yeah, yeah. Do, do your thing. Are you a ma- you strike me as like a coffee guy? Yeah. Like I you're am. very into your He's coffee. He's obsessed. Like yeah. I need my coffee. I have different. I have ways a of tattoo of it on it. my arm. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I'm hearing about a kind of coffee <laughs> uh-huh. that involves butter. Yes. Yeah. What are you talking about? What is happening? Why is there butter in coffee? What does it taste like? And like people that like, it keeps you full for like five hours. You get a focus that's unbelievable. It's like cleaning out your body. Is this the thing Rogan talked about? Yeah, he's he's into it's it. The, too. It's the mold thing. What's it called? I think it's just actual like butter. Like, like but real he butter? said there was something. It was like. His is, has other stuff in it, but too. But most coffee has mold in it because the beans sit around in most oh. areas. And the, the way they do... These people that do the butter thing, part of the butter thing is it keeps... The, so there's no mold. Kay. So you're not... The, the part of drinking coffee that maybe upsets your stomach is actually the mold part. So the pure version <laughs> of it is like Adderall. That it upsets yeah, your something. Stomach. I don't okay, know. Okay, so explain to me what the butter coffee is, if you don't mind. I don't know too minute. much about it because Kay. I think it's a gimmick. Okay. So I was like, I'm not. I tried it, of course, because I had to, because I was okay. like, this is a new thing. And I was like, all right, let's see what this is all about. But I think in, in a lot of cases, some people literally just take butter and put it in the coffee. I mean, because it makes it, yeah, I'm it gives in. it like a heavier. Have you tasted it before? I have, yeah. What does it taste like? It just tastes weird. It doesn't <laughs> taste like, oh, there's a ton of butter in here. It right. just tastes like heavier and like, like a, a little creamier. Yeah. Okay. So I tried it at. At Ro- I went to Joe Rogan's and like we, he was, he had it there. There okay. was like it had butter and then other stuff in it, so it was like brown, like it looked like it had like you put half and half or cream in it. Okay, but it didn't taste too different than regular coffee. It was just like a little heavier. Mm-hmm. So I think people say like, oh, it's a great appetite suppressant. It'll keep you thinner. Right, right. Just Except because for it's the a cup heavier. of butter. <laughs> Yeah, even though you are dr- like you are Literally. consuming butter, okay. it's still like a very small amount. And it's mostly coffee, so it gives you the feeling of being full. So then that way you won't like eat more food during the day. So do you love coffee? Like I know people who love coffee because they're like it is it's like a natural antidepressant mm-hmm. and I feel better when I drink it mm-hmm. and I get incredibly focused. All of the above. Like you just love it. Like you just Although, love it. Too much coffee, like Oh, it, it's a fine line. Yeah, because you can go like Oh, I'm like more alert and less depressed, but too yeah. much coffee, you cross over into like, I'm really anxious. Yeah. Nothing's going to work out. Yeah, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I got to kill myself. Like my know. body is feeling like yeah. my right and left side feel independent from yeah, each other. Yeah. Am I having a stroke? Yeah. I think I am. You know, sure. you just get crazy uh, jittery and stuff, but okay. I like, I just like the way. Do you way. drink it like right when you wake up? You have to have it right away. I don't have to, but I like to. Terrible headache. If you don't drink it, no, right. I've never gotten to the point where I haven't had it to where I, I get a headache. Interesting, because there's always like enough time. Okay. If I wake up at eight or nine, if I don't have it by three or four, I'll just be like, I'll start right. getting real tired, and sure. then maybe I'll get a crazy headache. But I've okay. never gone that far without having it. Interesting. But I like the process of like making it. It feels like when you get up in the morning, uh-huh. it's like you're, it's like completing the first task of the day. It Got feels it. good. The, the ritual of yes. like get the beans, put them in the grinder. You know, pour the water over it, like, and then the smell, and you're just like, oh, I can't wait to drink this, right. and then you, then you put it in a cup, and then you read the news, yeah. and do a little bit of writing, and you're having your, and it just, it's like a great way yeah. to start a day. I hear you. And then when you find really good tasting coffee, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like, this tastes like good in this way, this is like sweeter, this is fruitier, this so is drink more like chocolatey. Intelligentsia. This is, that's a good place. Okay. The and best part. 
gonna wake <laughs> <Yeah>. it up. <laughs> it's the stuff that Nick just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I it's love. Good you can make yourself laugh, Kevin. <laughs> because ultimately, yeah. that is the most important thing. I think it's great. I like. Okay. The. It, I liken it to like how uh, there are so many different kinds of wine. You know, people sure. go like, wine's sure. just wine. It's just like grape juice. And no, the, you right, know. right. But like if you taste really good wines, they have like the, some are more full bodied than the others. Others like have different tastes. You can taste like fruit or you can taste chocolate or you right. can taste this. So good coffees are you're able to get that kind of stuff out of. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. There are certain times I get a Coke from the gun <laughs> and it's terrible. Right, right, well, yeah. There are certain times I get a Coke and I'm like, this is the most perfect ratio yeah. of mm-hmm. syrup to bubbles. Sure. Yeah. This is deli- This is the way a Coke, this is the way God meant for a Coke to be drank. Yeah. yeah. So I hear you on that. <laughs> I yeah. like coffee. It's not like I wouldn't get a tattoo of coffee on my physical body. Mm-hmm. And I just know a lot of people that it's like a very major part of their lives. Would you get a Fritos mm. bag? Say it again. Would you get a Fritos bag? <laughs> <laughs> or a Slurpee cup? I thought of. I almost got a Slurpee cup. Really? Yeah. Will you do it? Look. That how would good look it, so cool. And I mean, look how right. good it looks. Yeah. It, yeah. It it's would look like great. It's like the really good blue Packed and full yellow. of color, cool shape. Yeah. yeah. No, I've thought it. about it many times. It's awesome. But uh, the logo's uh, sort of and a bummer. You, yeah, and then you get a corporate logo on your body. Corporate logo. I already have one, anyways. What's your corporate logo? The Cleveland Browns helmet technically oh, is a corporate logo. Right. And Ooh. then, and then you know, eventually you'll find Seven Eleven will. It's a corporation. They'll eventually do something horrible. Terrible. Horrible. There'll Which be a lawsuit. Yeah. They'll find out they were putting stuff in the thing. Yeah. And it'll be like, ah, oh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. on my body forever. I see people with like a lot of like like a Louis Vuitton logo yeah. wow, tattooed. The weirdest one to me is the Monster Energy Drink tattoo. People do not do that. Oh, yeah. Look it up. Wait, I've are you serious? It. Yeah. I saw one on a girl's arm, like a big one. And I was convinced. Yeah. I'm like, I must have just glanced and saw the wrong thing. Because who would get one that big? Like... All, all the way down her arm from shoulder almost to elbow. Wait, can I tell you something? That bums me out real bad. Yeah, yeah it's a real that's sad. That just makes me sad because that's indicative of an entire lifestyle that makes me... Yeah, it's like being a juggalo. Yeah, that's sad. No, it's not good. And they thought it was so awesome. The dudes get... A lot of dudes get them on their chest. Why? I don't really know. Unless you're like a professional dirt biker or something. Yeah, if they are your sponsor. Like, like Monster bought your house. Yeah, like Absolutely. you're like, dude, I'll go ahead. Like, and, guess yeah. what? My relationship with Monster Energy Drink uh, paid for my children's education. There you go. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I understand that. Sure. Yeah. Yes. It's a po- uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes me sad. <laughs> That's yeah. why I can't commit to any tattoos. I just know something bad's going to, I'm going to change my mind and it's going to be bad. And when I think of the tattoos I want in the past, I'm like, oh, that is lame I'm <laughs> glad I didn't do that that's why I waited a long time before I, I when I I can make myself start to sweat when I think about what I almost got tattooed in my body oh, as yeah. a young do you have person. one example that I got or didn't oh I, am, I, I almost got um, negative flames <laughs> no you did not so like negative the, so like the, you know the flame shape would be here so it looks like your hand is on the, the fire that's not true that's absolutely true why did you why did you I don't like know <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it. I can't even. I can't. I haven't gotten there in therapy yet to figure out what was causing that right. idea. Yeah. But I almost got that. We wouldn't. By the way, none of us would know each other no. right now. <laughs> right. For real, none of us would know each other. We certainly wouldn't be in a home. No. <laughs> no. Like that's. I would. I would live in. It would have changed the course of your life. For real, a lot of the tattoos I thought of getting would have changed the course of my entire life. Especially because if you got one, you would have got them all. Yeah. 
I would have had to double down on being a dumbass. Yeah. I and probably would have gotten... I think I considered a flame kind of thing at some yep. point. Tri- some kind of tribal art yep. when that was popular. Yeah. No. I definitely considered tribal stuff. Oh, yeah. Because I was I used, 16 oh, in yeah. like the mid-90s. That was the height of it. And yeah. it was just everyone had one. I used yeah. to draw those designs in, in high school just sure. to doodle. So I was like, oh, I'll just get one of these. It's just like go to a Soundgarden show, get a tribal tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Fuck. wow. that was a t- well, So what is it now that's going to be the tribal tattoo of the future? That cursive writing shit. Oh, you think like like the old English stuff? No, 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 not or old like English. The, really fancy the super scripty. That's what okay. I'm seeing. Oh, I see that a lot. I, oh my god, it's everywhere. Yeah. See, I almost got that. I wanted to get about yeah. ten years ago. I wanted to yeah. be yeah, super scripty. Super. But now yeah. that I've seen, it's the cluster of script that I see. That's the it, a. It's unreadable. Uh-huh. And it's like a. It's oh yeah, yeah, Several yeah. things all together. Like it's, a quote, it's like a Marilyn Monroe quote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's tough. Marilyn Monroe. Don't you think it's quotes. fair that if a girl has any Marilyn Monroe tattoo of any kind. You're out. They're insane. But you're letting, I mean, that's just like I was poorly parented. You're out. This is what happened. I set up a fake Facebook account to go on Tinder because I didn't want to be on Tinder. I want to look at the picture. Sure. Pictures. And the, the, I'd say I see a Marilyn Monroe quote every 20 women. Yeah. Every 20 women. What's that about? I don't know because it's like, oh, you don't, you've only heard of one philosopher and it's Miss Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah. You could, there's a lot of, I have a book of quotes here. There's, Thousands and thousands to pick from that are all really wonderful, but you gotta that if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> I feel like uh, like the the Marilyn Monroe of this generation's Kim Kardashian. Sure, and there's gonna be quotes <gasps> from has her. Has she at said some anything point. that has been? And I'm not trying to say she's stupid, but has she said anything that's like of a quote nature like that? I mean, I've I have not heard it, but I'm sure that there are some that younger girls that idolize her are repeating to each other doesn't she have no kim once said about fashion that you know whatever (laughs) doesn't she have to die for that stuff to stick though that's why it hasn't that's why it hasn't yet i mean i feel like lord is going to be heavily quoted yeah that's but you got to stay sad if yeah if she lasts long enough yeah if she's around for another five or six years she's so young that like she could have a a very normal length career and be 27 yeah I mean, Marilyn Monroe did do more than Kim Kardashian has done, so That's I don't want to compare them directly. How long was Marilyn Monroe's actual career? I don't know. I could Google it. Yeah. Um, I'd rather long. just speculate. Ten years? <laughs> yeah, it's around I then. I mean, it couldn't have been more than ten years, yeah. right? Wasn't the, was, was her last movie The Misfits? Was that her last? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She didn't do many movies, though. She's like James Dean or something. Yeah, not a lot. And I don't know a lot, but I, I, I'm always like on Uberfax. They're like, she has a higher IQ than Stephen Hawking. I was like, no, no, that's not true. Yeah, that's what it said. Like she had a one seventy. Uberfax, a lot of them are lies, though, right? No, Uberfax is Uberfax, and there's the other one that they, the the joke one. Which one's that? It's like called Super Uberfax. <laughs> I thought Uberfax were some were true, lies. some weren't. Because some you're like, there's no way that's true. I mean, that I reply to them all the time, like, nope, that didn't happen. But it, well, the ones I hate are the chocolates as addictive as cocaine. Right? Is it? <laughs> right. Is it really? I feel like that's not true. Like, sure, on some subatomic level, you're making that. Like, no, sure. no, it's not. Yeah. Well, they say no, like, it's not. Cigarettes are just as addictive as heroin. Yeah. No one's blowing a dude in front of a Rouse to get a carton of Marlboros. Well, then I'm saying the addiction to quit, but not like the lengths people like the severity. I or... really judge it on like when you lose your home. <laughs> Like, yeah. if you end up in jail, like, you know, no one's outside of like C's candy. Like, if the quality candy. of your life has been significantly lowered yeah. because of your... 
That's just like bad addiction. I'm saying like <laughs> the quality, the, na- the how difficult the addiction is to break. Mm-hmm. You sound just like an Uber factor. Right but now. like cigarettes don't get you high like like heroin. Okay. So like the 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 severity of like the actual drug and its effects are not as bad. But nicotine is like they say is incredibly difficult on to be the fair, level I don't smoke. of so I have no it. idea. Nicotine. Did you smoke? Yeah, forever. Forever? Yeah. Really? How hard was it to quit? Every once in a while. Oh, so classic. Um, <laughs> so at a party, like, a hey, cigarette? can I get one of those cigarettes? And just stand outside you know, and smoke it. This is gonna, like, this is, <laughs> okay, so I was, I grew up, I grew up with a brother who was like a, a partier. And I just was like, I'm not going to be that way. Like, I had like an opposite reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like a neurotic uptight Jew. So smoking was like the most perfect thing for me to do. Like it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's the greatest. (laughs) And also like it also has a huge ritualistic thing Mm -hmm. accompanied by it. And I'll never forget my dad and like literally in the fourth grade, we're talking about giving kids cigarettes in the fourth grade. I remember we were learning about smoking and I was like, I want to try it. I think it smells good when someone lights a cigarette. My dad's like, okay, I'm going to bring a cigarette home and you may smoke it. And I was like, really? And he was like, but you need to smoke the entire thing. And his whole thought was, I'm going to have one drag. I'm going to immediately vomit. Yeah. And I'll never, first of all, he made a huge error because he got a cigarette from a lady who worked in his office. And it was like a ultralight 100. A Virginia menthol. Slim. Yeah, it was like air. It was like puffing like, air. candy, yay. No, like, and I remember so clearly being on my driveway and he lit the cigarette and I took a puff and he was like, no, you have to inhale. You can't just take a puff. And I inhaled and I was like that feels smooth and he <laughs> the cigarette from me and was like Steve throw that out and like put it out and was like never again yeah. and I remember I like I just took to it like you know how like, you immediately people, started playing blues guitar yes, exactly. yeah. like you know how some like I remember I had friends that were like you have to smoke for like a month and like get sick and then you get past it and then you like it <laughs> Right. I never had that experience. I was yeah, like, that's... I enjoy it. I like the smell of it. I like holding it. It makes me feel calmer. I'm like a neurotic person. It makes me have something to do with my hands. So I smoked definitely, really from the time I was like 14, definitely through high school where my parents would be like, please stop smoking. Like I didn't grow up around smokers. Like nobody in my family smoked. Like it was kind of an issue. A hundred percent. When I think about how much I smoked in college, I want to die right now how much well i used to buy cartons at the fucking student store and charge it to my parents which is awful (laughs) and i would buy a carton of camel lights and i would smoke maybe a pack a day like yeah i mean i was at sarah lawrence like in the early 90s are you kidding me like all we were doing was like protesting and like angry about gay rights 10,000 maniacs concerts yes and like silence equals death and then like smoking a million cigarettes that's all i did all day long and then I 100% smoked when I finished college, really until I was about 28. And when I was married, you know, my husband said something that really made sense to me. I, and I was raised like ultimate feminist. Like whenever a girl would be like, my boyfriend cancel me smoking, I'd be like, well, you're a boyfriend. Like I would get so upset. <laughs> yeah. But my husband never said like, I don't want you to smoke. He just said, you know, I think it's gross. And when I imagined my life, it wasn't being married to a smoker. That's just like not how I imagine stuff. And I was like, it seems like a fair request to not want to live with a smoker. It's pretty gross. You're like, do you want to go stand outside with me? Yeah, exactly. So then I was like, I think I'm going to try to stop. So I really did try to stop. But the truth is, I still smoke every once in a while. I'm like, he's going to hear this and be pissed at me. And it sounds, when you're like a lady who's like a little older (laughs) with a kid, and you're like, oh my God, 
does anyone have a cigarette? Like, it just makes me seem horrible. Right. But when I go to Las Vegas, I'm like, I'm smoking the second this plane touches down to the second my ass gets You're back You're kind of smoking plane. anyways because yeah. it's already in the room. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. But And I, I will, like, if I'm, if it's pilot season, I'm like, guess what? I'm getting a pack of cigarettes and I'm going to smoke on the way yeah. home from that horrible but That's fine. I mean, that seems fine. Right? It's yeah. not like you're smoking a pack a day. It's like certain, you know, occasions. No. But then, like, if I see my child smoking, or, like, have a complete fit. Like, I can't even imagine her smoking. So, anyway, yes, sometimes I still smoke. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you, did you ever smoke? Do you smoke now? I, oh, you smoke I now. just you had just one outside. right before those. Yeah, so, yeah, how literally. much do you smoke? I smoke anywhere from, like, zero to, like, maybe half a pack a day. I mean, how is your cup of coffee and a cigarette. Like, uh, you know what I don't ever do? Really? Is smoke right when I wake up. I think it's disgusting. Okay. All right. I've How always about, like, been that way. It's after, weird. After like a great meal. After like a, a good meal. If I'm having a cup of coffee in the afternoon or something, I'll have a cigarette. Or if I meet up with a friend to like have coffee, there's nothing better than you're hanging out and talking and just smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee all afternoon. It's awesome. Also, if you have to make a difficult phone call, it's like, Okay, I'm just going to get my cigarette going. Yeah, like, just light this first, take a couple hits. Oh, my God, it's so great. Yeah. You never smoke, Kevin? No. Never. Mm-mm. My parents, and I don't know if they, this was true or not, I think they lied to me, but they told me I was born with deficient lungs and it would kill me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. That's not true. Yeah. That is not Because I was born really premature. Stuff? and they you? Yeah. And so they like, just like, kind of like extended that. Yeah, they were like, yeah, you have these you like... You probably have You have these lungs. garbage lungs. So if you smoke, it'll kill you super fast. And Wait, I bought it. How premature were you? I think like six weeks. How much did you weigh? Like a pound. Uh, no. I was... I had to li- uh, Not live in... Not one pound. Yeah, I had to live in an incubator. For how no, long? No, why? A month oh or something? Oh my God, little... Mm-hmm tiny is that why you don't invite people to your house now yeah just like stay out of my yeah Yeah. i was apparently real gross looking whoa and just dying i bet your mom still thinks about that when she looks at you i'm sure she's still like my little kevin was in an incubator (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure i have to protect him i don't know don't you think but the smoking lie worked like a charm you should use that with women because that's like a good you should you you should like well because i was premature like you should just blame a lot of things women love weakness let me tell you (laughs) They love someone's like, look, that's a lot of stairs. <laughs> yeah. I have deficient lungs. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I can't. Oh, you can't go hiking with deficient lungs and get on Tinder for 10 seconds. All it is is women saying they love hiking. Oh, God. Ever, I would Wait, say. Do you legitimately have deficient lungs? Have you gone? Into no, I don't. No. No, I think when I was a kid, I don't. No, I don't have deficient lungs. Okay. They're underused. That is hilarious. They told you that. Yeah, though. I know. Maybe I should say that to Gold. What a great yeah. shortcut. It's like we just saved ourselves so much like trouble stopping <laughs> mm-hmm. him from doing you stuff because he lines. thinks he's going to die if he does it. Yeah. And I'm so great. lazy. I never looked into it or did any research of any kind or just quite. I was like, yeah, great. Like, I love I love not questioning anything. Sure. Just tell me and I can not think I about it anymore. You can't do that as easily now because people could just Google it. Yeah. yeah. Back then, it's like we would have had to go to libraries and read about where do you even Literally start find an encyclopedia. Are you going to go to your other 10-year-old friends like, do you guys know what deficient lungs are? They're yeah. like, dude, quit being weird, man. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kevin, no, you I'm can't. learning so much about you now that I've been in your house for the first time. <laughs> okay. It's really exciting in here. It's exciting. I'm definitely going to go through a drawer. Okay. Um, and not tell you which drawer I'm going to open right before I do it. <laughs> You're going to find stuff. Okay. There's also nothing on the windows. Nothing. There's I know. No it's just, treatments of any kind. I don't. Oh yeah. Like I thought that was weird the first time I came here too. There was I mean, no it curtains. wasn't planned to be that way, but it's one of those things that, like, once I started living alone, the notion of oh. dealing with window treatments I wasn't uh, all that stuff. Like 
people, every woman that comes into my house says the same things. There's nothing on your windows. Yeah. And you should get new bedding. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're totally right. But I'm definitely not doing that or going, I'm not going to Bed Bath & Beyond. But don't you feel like if you're sitting in this room and the lights are on, it's like being in a fishbowl. Like everyone can see into There's no one across, at night, there's no one across the street. Okay. That you know of. I well, can so the, see. The yard is like kind of Yeah, covered. there's a wall. Yeah. You got to really want it. Yeah. Okay. If there were like, if it was like apartment living where there's mm-hmm. like all these windows True. looking in, then it's like, oh, I'm getting curtains. True. But yeah. this is like, I kind of, when I first saw it, I was like, it's unusual. There's no curtains or anything. But now I think it's like kind of cool. You got to buy a rod. I love and all the light that comes fucking... in. Look, you're not it's wrong great. about that aspect. Yeah. A lot of natural light, guys. But yeah. it is kind of weird, right? When you first see it. Well, yeah. yeah. You're like, why isn't there any? Not a lot of privacy. I live in a greenhouse. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying it's the right way to have it be. It clearly isn't. I just don't. Now, if one more person says, just go to West Elm, I'm going to light them on fire. <laughs> I'm so hired, tired of hearing West. Stop saying West Elm, white people. Just go to West. No. Just go to CB2. Ugh, those places. I know. I'm so sorry. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> but maybe we could do it together as a project because it's fun. <laughs> Would you ever do it with me? Because it's you, really okay, fun. That you live in Westwood. What? Okay, thanks. Why don't you give everybody my address? It's Why don't a you tell very, everyone you live in UCLA. Guys, she lives in UCLA. Tell Try to them find where her. where to go. <laughs> you, I mean, you live very far away. Yeah. We're not going to meet at a CB2. And then you're, you're, you're going to pick it all out. I'm going to pay for it. But then I come home alone and have to put it Can up. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Do you judge me because I live in the 310 area code and I'm no. on the west side? Do you like I don't know enough weird? about She's the area. Far. No. I already knew you lived in Westwood because you mentioned 800 degrees. Yes. So I was like, she lives in Westwood. Exactly. Um, I know you got it. We got to wrap this up. No, I would set my Kevin's phone. Kevin's checking as well. Can I just tell you that I went to the Lady Gaga concert a couple weeks ago, which is a very interesting experience. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Is she back? It wasn't. Um, it just wasn't what. First of all, it was like a rave, and I'm not necessarily into that culture. Like that's <laughs> not my jam. No Mickey Mouse gloves. No, and all the kids were like dressed up, and they were super into it. And the opening act was just a woman and her computer. But which is fine because like I get that's what DJs are now. Yeah. But it wasn't even like she was like doing songs. It was one endless loop for like, bum, 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 for forty Yeah, for an hour. But it didn't hour. stop. But it didn't like go into anything. Uh-huh. It didn't go anywhere, and she just stood there, and that to me felt lazy. But <laughs> my point was, it didn't wait, feel what, lazy. It was lazy. It was lazy. <laughs> wait, what was my point about? Wait, but I had a point about the West Side. What was my point about my mentioning? Lady I, I judge you because you live in the three one zero. Yeah, I said I knew you lived in in that area because of eight hundred degrees, Can and I then you were like, something? I went to a Lady right. Gaga concert. Can I mean this? I, 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 I 100% forgot. It's <laughs> the Slurpee. Maybe it's the Slurpee that made me forget. That is jacked up really on sugar right now. Your mind's I'm all over so the place. I'm so jacked up on sugar. Wait, that's I'm the worst. I'm officially... This is a horrible podcast mistake to me. <laughs> and it's terrible. I'm so sorry. What, no, in the, our last episode, we searched for the name of another podcast for close to eight straight minutes. <laughs> Well, I take There's it no back. way it was even three minutes. <laughs> oh, I remember what it was. There we so go. I was at I was at you know it was at the Staples Center and I had a very long ride home, and uh, I'm not as young as I once was. And she came out an hour and a half late. And I, we what? Had, it was so horrible and rude. And we had really good seats, so I was very close to the stage. And there, I wanted to just like 
tap at my watch like when she came out because she yeah. wanted to right. see me and I was like really what's up Lady Gaga and yeah. I was like I'm a hard out in half an hour so we didn't stay for the entire show <laughs> but I was it was very interesting and also going to a lot of summer concerts which I haven't done in many many years concerts are fun and but like big concerts because I didn't you go to Beyonce Yes, I did go at to the Beyonce. Rose Bowl. Jay Z and Beyonce. I, first of all, I will never again go to a concert at the Rose Bowl. It was it's a the nightmare. most oh, it's horrendous awful. parking, like getting there and leaving. We missed yeah. the first two songs. We were, I, we left so early, and I still missed the first two songs. But that, like, that concert meant a lot to me in a personal level. I had the <laughs> best time of my life. I didn't sit down the entire time. Everybody was so happy to be there and in yeah. the best mood. I sang every word to every song. <laughs> She's incredible. Yeah. I felt like I was seeing Tina Turner or like She's this Catherine generation's Ray. Tina Turner for she sure. She was amazing and the prettiest person I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. And it's so funny because my musical taste, and I know we've already been talking for a long time, so we can really curve this quickly. <laughs> but my right. musical taste is so different now that I'm older than it was when I was a kid. Like I was would never have been caught dead listening to Top 40 as a young person and I thought I was going to be in the music business and I went on tour with my friend as their oh, merch wow. girl and I was like what band Red Cross well no my best friend who's still my best friend was in a band called That Dog which was a very 90s DGC band mm-hmm. and they went on tour well first they went on tour with Jawbreaker and I went on that tour and then oh, they wow. went on tour with Weezer Weezer opened for them and Teenage Fan Club was like a big one so it was Weezer and then that dog and then Teenage Fan Club uh-huh. and I literally have hearing loss in my left ear from going to all of these shows which is so <laughs> uncool because I wouldn't wear earplugs and now yeah. I'm like where's my earplugs like where's my old lady earplugs yeah. but so I would like I was so judgmental about what shows I would go to and what music I would listen to and now I'm like I will go to a show with 100,000 people like I'm bummed I missed Rihanna and Eminem like it's so like I don't have a lot of patience now for like a little show like at the true uh-huh. yeah. do you know what I mean or like to go, I just don't have that you also just, you want the spectacle and the yes. kind of the shared it's experience also, yeah the big ones are like you're gonna know more of the song because you're not like digging deep to find all those underground bands there's anymore. lasers you're gonna sit no and I still like there's I, gonna be food you can sit I can yeah. go I can get some sliders oh yeah and a coke <laughs> and it's yeah. gonna be clean it's almost yeah. like a move, going to a movie experience yes, you're like it's you know comfortable what? it's a little bit like going to the arc light it's, yeah. it's like at the price equivalent of going to the arc light mm-hmm. and I guess it's true that maybe like as an adult my tolerance for like going to see a show is so different now mm-hmm. but like when I think when I think of the shows that I went to and just like how straight up dangerous they were and mm-hmm. like how gross they were yeah that and now I would never do that in a million years and also I just don't have the time to investigate like who's an awesome new indie band like I still listen to the music that I loved when I was like 15 yeah. and I'll still listen to that but then I'll listen to that and like the worst Bruno Mars song. But then right. there's no, like... That kid can dance. There's no... <laughs> that kid can dance. He yeah. can really dance, but then there's no in-between for me. I gotta that get more into That kid can dance. Okay. You're right. He can't <laughs> Big fan dance. of him. By Big the way, fan. he was with... He played with Pharrell at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm bummed I missed that show. <laughs> I would have loved that I was show. very impressed with him at the Super Bowl. Yes, he's great. He's great. He played the drums. Little. voice. He played the drums, danced like James Brown, sang his ass off, and looked like he couldn't have been less nervous. Like, like he, so at ease, so comfortable. Billion people watching. He was like, let 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 daddy get to work. Yeah. Like that's all he knows to do is that. But guess that. what? I'll go to the Justin Timberlake show. Like that's. I'd go to week. that. I would go to that I'll too. That, show. that dude's a talented motherfucker. He is so yeah. charming yeah. and talented. I saw his H. He had an HBO special where it was all like, I'm singing and dancing yeah. and doing all this crazy shit. 
as like years ago i was just like flipping through and i was like what's justin timberlake doing talking on a dark stage and it was just he was in between songs talking about whatever and so charming. and then yeah and i was like oh that's kind of funny and then he like starts singing and dancing and the camera pans out and i'm just like oh he's in a giant arena what is this yeah and then i watch another song and then i i caught myself committing i was like i'm gonna watch this whole thing sure and i went like, to the and i fucking like it i went yeah. to the grammys and he was by far the best thing He's, yeah. he's great. The best performer. He wins. Oh, that one where he did like the medley of songs and dance for half an hour. Yeah, I mean, it was like uh, he or like you watch him. You're like, oh, you're trying so hard, and you're also great. Like you care about this. You're making it important. You're really giving it. Like it was great. He was he fucking killed. He's it. like an old school entertainer. He wins you over. You're like, all right, man, you win. <laughs> you're funny on SNL. You're singing and dancing. Yeah. You're not the worst actor. Like, all right, you win, dude. You you did it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Lady Gaga was kind of a mess. Her voice is amazing, like beautiful, incredible. She did like a whole breakdown with just her and a piano. Her voice is sick, amazing, <coughs> also kind of a mess. And also the entire time people are pelting stuff at her. What? Like pelting letters and teddy bears and oh, jackets. Good thing. Oh, like, So much stuff. But I thought like, her, boo! No, 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 no. <laughs> but, like, and it's, it never stops. Like it's a constant, constant barrage where it's like, She's singing things are like getting beaned off her. Oh my face. god! Like, is there security? Yeah, exactly. What's like? Did yeah, anyone get fuck? checked? She goes and collects it all, and then like it goes down some weird like backstage hatch. I have no idea if she keeps any of it or if it goes directly into the garbage. It's just going into an incinerator. It probably goes directly <laughs> into an incinerator. Yeah. Just suicide <laughs> note after suicide yes, note. Exactly, but it was. Yeah. But it was fascinating to see that she was like compared to Beyonce, who was so polished and everything was like done within an inch of its life and like <laughs> right. this is somebody who's like been doing this since they were three years old and their parents were like dance but like Lady Gaga was so like I felt like the curtain was pulled back a little bit because she was such a mess huh. yeah weird okay that's kind of <laughs> what I imagine a Lady Gaga show to be like though yeah. they're almost like she in a weird way got like disproportionately huge and it, like it's it's I don't know anything about her music, but when you see when you saw how big she got, you were like, I don't know if this is. Well, she was like tooling around in the music scene for a while in New York, and not nothing yeah. was happening. And then she changed her image, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like, Oh, you're the next Madonna slash Marilyn yeah. Manson. Slash and there was like a gap where there wasn't times. anyone to do that with, and so the you know it just like happened on some insane worldwide level. The thing is, she seems like a mess, but. She, I mean, her voice is insane. Like, she has yeah. incredible and amazing I just talent. wonder how she did. It must be hard to get dressed every day. The, it's just a lot. She has, like, a team of people. You got, yeah. but just to, on a day she's not working, like, what do you wear? I know. And don't it can't be anything. Her? It just can't be. She dresses just like, <laughs> any, she just, she disguises herself so she didn't have to. She wears, like, weird sweats and giant glasses and hats. And okay. Just hides around and... It's like when you see Marilyn Manson looking normal, you're like, yeah. It's very upsetting. Very upsetting. It's a lot going on. Yeah, it's not good. No. There was a lot of people like that, like, when I was in college where there was, like, a lot of kids that were like, I'm sort of not cool, and I'm a little pudgy, so now I'm going to be, like, a chunk rocker. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, like, pick to be this kind of person, and then that's a persona. Well, like the really goth look and the like hipster look and the punk look are the greatest ways to hide being unattractive. Yeah, that's a great point. Although around ways. around here there are some people that clearly were riot girls and guys sure. in the nineties. Yeah, and it's tough. Does not age no, well. No, it really does. Like the Betty Page hair. The Betty Page purple hair yeah. on on a on a body that didn't work out. Yeah. 
ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's rough at that Trader Joe's. <laughs> it can be it there's there's some visuals where you're like okay. There's a lot of rough stuff at the Trader Joe's that goes on. Yeah. A lot of tough. It's stuff. possible to stay at the L7 concert a pinch too long. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Exactly. You did too much drugs. You spent too much time li- literally subsisting on cheap beer. Yeah. And black jeans don't hide everything. No, they hide a lot. A, yeah. It's, it's rough. It's pasty quality. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting real judgmental up in here and I feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I love all people. <laughs> Everybody. What? Oh, that's a perfect quote. Everybody is fighting their own struggle. What is it? I don't Be know. kind for everybody is fighting a struggle you may not know about. That's a very big quote that I'm sure would be on Tinder. <laughs> don't you think? It's easily all over Facebook. Easily. The big I see on Tinder is the those who wander are not necessarily lost. Oh. Uh, that's okay. a, I see that a are lot. You, Kevin, are you on Facebook? I have a Facebook. Do you? But then I have, I made a, f- last week, I'm maybe two weeks ago, I made a fake Facebook right. of a different name and email so I could go and just look at the pictures on Tinder. But hold on, so you're just looking at the pictures, you're not pursuing anyone. No. Well, why my, not? Because I don't really want to. Then why are you even on it? Just Because I'm like curious, I literally, I, le- I really enjoyed looking at all the pictures and just okay. being like, these are what people are like right now. Yeah. I don't think it would work anyway if you pursued them because there's like no picture of you. They would just No, the, my profile mystery. picture is a drawing of a skull. Oh, okay. And well, it's yeah. just, there's no information. So no one, and you'd no have to be a psychopath to click on it. Right. Yeah. You'd have a real yeah. problem. Oh my God. If someone ever does try I to I thought initially it was, it'd be interesting if I put something weird and the skull picture just and then clicked see. on every single woman to see yeah. what I would get. Yeah. yeah. And see who, who clicks on just like nothing. <laughs> Who's so open. Like what type of person clicks on something that says like, I'm a mess. And then just a picture of a skull and they're like, bing, you oh please. My. Right. Okay. <laughs> Should I do? I mean, maybe I could set up a new Facebook account and do that. Will you do it? Because yeah. I want to know who the. I'm kind of curious. I'm very invested in your love life, Kevin. Yeah, get on I know it for you real. are. I'm super real. invested in Kevin's love life. I know it you are. Really uncomfortable. I get very <laughs> yentish with Kevin. Right now, you're invested in nothing. So. Well, I mean, I don't know. We're in a transitionary period. <laughs> That's even a word. We're just we're regrouping. We are definitely between jobs. We're between. We're just we're getting it together. Mm. We're surveying our options, and then we're gonna go from there. <laughs> and we're there's a part. Part of me that wants to just let you arrange my marriage. Yeah, I would. I would you trust me to do that? Yeah, more or less. I mean, it may like the She's first. Already, I could see it in your face. The ready first few it. months may be a little weird, but I'd be like, you know what? She was right. After a while, I would like you. I feel like you have enough of a sense of people uh-huh. to where. You'd be pretty fucking close. It may, it may have to happen. I'm gonna, <laughs> I, 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 my wheels are spinning. It may de- look, I'm not even pretending it may not be the only real option. Okay. I, I've, got, I've got some ideas. I mean, we see, left to my own devices, no curtains on the, on the windows. Seriously. I'm, I'm just saying. I have okay. a tendency to love doing nothing. So I would not, if there's, I would, you or your husband, I would feel pretty confident about them picking a person for me. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> You're getting married next week, the dude. Turning. I'd let so you plan my wedding for sure. Well, that for sure. That yeah. you would have to let me do. Okay, great. I think that's a really good way to close this out. Absolutely, I agree. And then, can we, if something happens, can we do a follow-up podcast? On yeah, romantic. Sure. If you if you set him up and he goes on a date with a girl and he it ends up going well, we have to do. Sure. Actually, leave out all the information of who it is, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I want to yeah, hear yeah. about how. A matchmaking situation went well. But I know what's going to happen. 
I know that the person I set Kevin up with initially, Kevin's going to fight me on. He's going to go, this is not for me. Uh This is not the kind of girl I think I should be with. I know he's going to fight me. And then I know that once it would, he would get past that initial step, then he would understand. And do you have a first draft pick in your head right now? (laughs) Um, I have a couple front runners that I'm thinking of, Okay, but I'm not discussing them with (laughs) you. No, no. I'm just curious. You already know. You have to be able to see pictures though. First. Yeah. You can't do blind dates. I would never set you up with someone that I didn't think you'd be attracted to. Ever, ever, ever. Like, I just wouldn't do that. No, I don't I think you would. I wouldn't waste anyone's time. No, but just tastes differ. Yeah, some people like, oh, dude, you, you'll think she's so cute. And then you're like, what the fuck would you okay, think? Okay, I understand. Like, oh, because yeah. you like, you know, petite girls or brunettes. Right. Okay. And it's like, there's so many other things. Right. I mean, I have a pretty, I, I don't. Do you have a type? No, I don't think so. Because I don't see you as somebody who's like, I only like girls that look like this. No, I mean, you've met a handful of the women I've. Sure. So you know that I don't. They don't I think they look pretty different. They're all pretty. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing uh, well, I will yeah. say. They're all attractive. That's the best part of not having a type is you can get maybe a pretty one from if you broaden yes, the... Yeah. Absolutely. Different. And then there's been times where I've been with you and it's obvious that someone likes you and I'm thinking like, oh, he'll like that girl. And you're like, uh, no. You've been... It was obvious someone liked me? Well, yes. We were, at, we were at John's parents' house. Oh, yeah. An event, and we were sitting at a table with a girl that like, I thought was super cute. Like, I don't think she was a genius. All she talked about was going to Mexico and getting wasted. Okay, she was still... <laughs> First of all, but you got to marry that? You don't know marry I bet, that. But, but he bet. was like really shutting it down like right from the get-go. I'm like, you we wouldn't go out twice? And you know what? By the way, like in, my, sure in my head, I was not even being that obviously shutting it down. I was like, you're being polite. And you were like, whoa, look at this. <laughs> you were not polite at all. Like, she was trying to talk to you and you were like, what? No. And don't talk to me about Cabo. I don't give a shit but that, but, but, but it, 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 part of to, being polite is like pretending like you are i think i tried for a little shit. while and then i couldn't i couldn't do it but i just thought for sure she was a sure thing it she wasn't unattractive she was definitely an attractive person i kevin but what just, everything that came out of her mouth it wasn't that it was unattractive i was like we couldn't want we couldn't be that's two true. people that shouldn't spend time together more she seemed very intrigued by you you were talking about your modeling day i was like the only young person there <laughs> i was the youngest person there by a blot that's probably true. I really was. That I was, was fun. Remember, we just kept eating all the appetizers. I just yeah. Keep we found we found that spot to where the food came out. <laughs> really, like. And I was like, keep it coming. Yeah, like you yeah. find the key when, when there's people first. coming around with yeah, things. I made it clear to him. Yeah. No, you find where they come out at, so you're always right there. It's a full tray. Yeah. Yeah. We were at hard. When you can get completely to go from starving to full only on past apps, you know you've done something correct. <laughs> there's a lot of fresh yellowtail involved. That was nice. That was good. That was good. So that was a fun. fancy. Party. Yeah, that was fun. All right, Kevin. I'm. Right. Guess what? Thanks for being on. On the lookout. Thanks. I feel like I talked a lot about many different aimless. Things. It was great. That's the it point. Was good. That's the whole point. Um. Thanks for having me on. Always good to see you. Is there a way that you guys end it? Nope. Uh, we end it right now. Okay. Bye.